So back again for another week. This is the Sports Edition. I am your host, Shayi, and my other co-host is JC. Both estimated, both estimated. Oh my goodness! I almost botched that intro. Both, both estimated November twenty three, and we are here in October fifth of two thousand twenty. So it's really we only got like a little over a month away from both of our birthdays, and yep. I'm getting way too old. I'm really getting way too old. Yeah, very depressing thought, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Like I'm, I'm almost getting closer to thirty. Oh, I'll be twenty eight. No, yeah, oh my yeah. Let's not let's not bring up the three zero. Okay. Let's I mean just... you're. I mean you're. You still got more time. Yeah. <laughs> you still got a little bit more time than me. So yeah, you're good. Yeah. Still, it's just uh, it's too close. I don't even want to think about it. I'm still in my twenties. I'm young. That's what I like to say. So but speaking of things you don't want to think about, I don't think Las Vegas Aces <laughs> want to think about the end of this series because in the WNBA finals we are going to start with them the Seattle Storm are leading against the Las Vegas Aces 2 to 0 Brianna Stewart is an animal yeah first of all a plus on that transition Loki upset about it but my, great great transition i got to say <laughs> yo my my transitions are a1 i keep telling you yeah I, i'm, I'm Loki upset that you just despite aces but yeah yeah I'm, I'm a little bit upset about that. But yeah, uh, yeah, the Seattle Storm are beating the Aces' ass, and uh, they need Liz Cambage. I mean, honestly, this this team should have won last year. They should have won last year, but the addition of Angel, uh, Angel McCautry has just been absolutely great but they're just not enough for uh stewie and super and jewel lloyd they're they're just they're just tearing it up right now and uh yeah the aces need a little bit of help uh but unfortunately i think that the series is going to end tomorrow uh and uh brianna stewart is going to get her i think her second uh nba uh WNBA finals mvp so yeah very depressing stuff for and my Aces. she's only she's only been in the league like three years Four. and already her, yeah fourth year fourth year Fourth year, yeah, yeah, but fourth year already to Yeah, technically she was injured. Yeah, yeah. So she yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is definitely she's definitely like the shack of the WNBA and it's it's not even it's it's not even competitive. Yeah, she I mean, listen, when you're uh when you're six foot four and I think she has like a seven foot wingspan or something stupid, and she's uh, definitely long, yeah. She's super long, she's versatile, can play inside, outside, um, even more than Shaq, I would say that she's more like a Kevin Durant. She's like she's just all over the place. She is the most unstoppable WNBA player I've ever seen, personally. Honestly, whether it's Elaine Deladon or uh, you know even going back to Lisa Leslie days or like any any right. of those any of those beasts, I think Brianna Stewart is is the second coming. She's she's incredible. She's she's the best I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely up there in only twenty six years old. Yeah only 26 yeah it's scary it's really scary to think about it's like all right five years from now like how many more titles is she gonna have how many more mvps it's a it's a scary debacle it's kind of like what lebron james was like when he was young and he was putting up like insane numbers and he could only go up from there it's the same thing with stewie it's it's a it's a very terrifying thing uh, to think about. yeah yeah like look at her wingspan like yes on wikipedia it says her wingspan is a 7-1 wingspan Jeez, yeah. a 7-1 wingspan <laughs> that is they're they're like in the nba you don't see any 6-4 no. <laughs> players with no. a 7-1 wingspan no yeah that is ridiculous it's, it, dude i'm telling you it's it's terrifying and she's like a legit yeah and here's the scariest part you ready for this she's like a legit 
like 50, 40, 90 type of player. <laughs> she can she can knock down like 40% from three, 50% from the paint, 90% from the free throw line. Like she's just all over the place. I've never seen it. I've never seen anything like this. The thing is, I've seen a dominance of Brianna Stewart when she was in Connecticut. It wasn't even competitive for yeah. any team playing no. Connecticut when she was on there. But I really didn't I really didn't think that same exact player from Connecticut would just carry that that production to the WNBA with no like no like setbacks or anything. Like no yeah. No problems with transitioning. It's just no. seamlessly. Yeah, and here here's another crazy thing for you. I don't think um, UConn has won a title since she's left. I really don't. I don't believe they honestly when literally when she went to the WNBA that UConn team. I think they finally lost the game, or I think that's when they had their yeah. losing streak. Bro- I mean, their winning streak broken when she left. Yeah, I w- yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, but yeah, it's crazy. You know, she won what? I think she won four titles at UConn. Um, yeah, <laughs> four titles. I think she lost maybe one or two games her whole career, or maybe three. Um, yeah, and like four, uh, four. What do you call it? Um, Final Four MVPs. Um, yeah, it's it's like not fair. <laughs> it's not fair what she what she's able to do on the basketball court. I was like. We were all praising Gino Oriyama for making that UConn team a superpower. What it was, but to me, it was mostly just Maya Moore and Brianna Stewart yeah. just having those two back generational back. talents. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, and um, yeah, like I'm re- like I've I I've actually like really genuinely thought about it because my like top three players all time would probably be like Cheryl Swoops, Lauren Jackson, and Lisa Leslie oh, ever. Cheryl Swoops, a monster. Absolute monster for for yep. I think she was a four time NBA cha- uh, WNBA champion. Yeah, uh, I I really think that she not only has the potential, but she probably is right now better than all three of them. Which is a which might sound like an insane thing to say because like Lisa Leslie like has probably one of the most like like gorgeous resumes in like just basketball history. But yeah, I think she, I think she might be better. She could be. Hey. And the thing is, Lisa Leslie, just she might be the most marketable WNBA player ever so far. Yeah. Lisa Leslie. Yeah. No question. She was the reason why WNBA had a video game yeah. back when she was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Lisa, I would say Lisa Leslie probably single handedly put the WNBA on the map. And I mean, um, granted, the, the, the ratings have never been higher than when Lisa Leslie was playing. And then after it's kind of just taken a dip. So, I mean, that's just like the power of what she was. But yeah, uh, yeah, that video game thing is actually like a really insane thing when you say it out loud, considering the WNBA just got back into video games like this year. <laughs> oh really yeah uh in 2k20 yeah 2k20 oh oh i i thought you were talking about their own separate game no. yeah because that's what i remember oh yeah i know that but no, they, they, they they've been on the video game scene for 2k for about a couple of years now but i, I was talking true. about their own separate game when i was a kid yeah. they had their own WNBA game oh, i didn't know that oh yeah yeah uh, i don't know if you remember nba shootout that series oh uh, yeah so NBA Shootout had a WNBA version of their game. I forgot what the WNBA version was called, but yeah, they had their own, and I I had that game as well. Wow! And yeah, Lisa Leslie was on the cover because Lisa Leslie was just so marketable. So Lisa Leslie, like, yeah, you're right, single handedly drove the WNBA to more popularity, and it has taken a dip 
But I mean, with players like Brianna Stewart, with Candace Parker as well, mm-hmm. it, um, I feel like the WNBA is coming back. Just one thing I feel like we need to do, or the NBA needs to do, is promote it. Because I was telling you this before the podcast even started. It's like, so, like I would watch WNBA more, but sometimes I don't even know when it's coming on. Yeah, <laughs> or that's what true. channel is, is on, it's on. Yeah, like, yeah. NBA promote it. We're watching the games. Promote, promote your sister organization. Well, not even just the NBA. It's like ESPN, do your job. <laughs> your job is to like well, ES- promote yeah, It's on ESPN. It is on ESPN. Why do we not see it? Why do I not know it's on ESPN? I would watch this as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is, especially like the. I, I personally believe that the WNBA is way better than it's ever been. Personally, like right now, um, the talent definitely, yeah, the, ta- yeah. the talent is there, and even with like somebody like, um, like Maya Moore, like you said, who hasn't played in like two or three years, um, because she decided to, um, you know, help out people who are in jail and fight for social justice. Shout out to Maya Moore, by the way basically retired in her prime in order to to do good for the community um and get married as well so shouts out to her shout out congratulations um but yeah like i mean you look at just like some of the young stars that are in the league who haven't even you know popped off yet like kelsey plum sabrina um unescu who had uh kind of a bummer rookie year uh shout out to sabrina who got injured and didn't really get to show off her promise but yeah, I mean, like, it's it's on the up and up, and they need to start doing their job because people like Aja Wilson and um, even, you know, as great as she is, you know, uh, Stewie doesn't – don't get the recognition that they truly, truly, truly deserve, and it's a, and it's a damn shame. Yeah, and, and also, I'm also looking at the contracts as well. Uh, oh, Candace Parker – <laughs> Let's not get into the no, contracts. I I know. Yeah, I was, the contracts. I have a problem with it. Cra- okay, let's. Yeah, let, all right. Let's let's go here. All right, go for it. Let's talk about it. Okay. Well, so you, how I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you how much you think Candace Parker would be paid? It's probably less than a hundred thousand, right? Oh, or about a hundred thousand. You kind of short side of her. She is over a hundred thousand. Okay, it's it's not two hundred. A hundred and fifteen thousand. Yeah. That makes sense. Unfortunately, it makes sense. As, uh, an so, out, as outrageous as that sounds, it, it, it really does make sense. Because you look at the salary differences and you look at how much money that the WNBA is raking in, which they're actually losing money because they're not being promoted yeah. correctly. Um, they're losing money, so they can't afford to pay their players. You know, That's true. Not even like like handing out a million dollars to like Candace Parker, which she probably like, deserves is just, that would like literally like destroy the league instantly. I don't want to say it, but WNBA basketball is like universities and having sports like lacrosse. Um, sometimes baseball because college baseball is not promote like that. Unless no. you're like one of the top baseball universities Mm -hmm. soccer is non-revenue sports so non-revenue sports lose money so Mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone that's listening notice uh there's a lot of of those non-revenue sports that are not playing this season because of covid because they already lose money for the school right so if their revenue sports such as basketball men's basketball and football if they if they are 
barely making money. Mm-hmm. If they're not making as much money, they don't have enough money to compensate. Right. So basically, it's the same thing. WNBA is is depending on the NBA to make money so they can compensate them. But it's mm-hmm. also on um, TV stations' jobs to just promote them. Yeah. Because look, there's a lot of basketball purists that would watch the WNBA. I call my I I like to call myself a basketball purist because like I don't care about. <laughs> I mean, I like the dunks and everything. I'm not I'm not trying to do my own horn, but I mean, I just love basketball. <laughs> right. Like I watch I watch high school basketball and I I'll watch that for fun. So yeah, like look, I don't care about the dunks. I don't care about all of that. I mean, it's fun to watch, but look, I will watch WNBA and be happy with that as well. I like seeing plays. I like seeing defensive sets. I yeah. like seeing good team team basketball. So look, I watch WNBA. I watch St. John's women's basketball all the time, and that was free. And I loved it with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were better than men for the most part. That is true. Uh, the one thing I will say when it comes to the WNBA, they they do have a problem. They do have one problem, and that is that the top of the top teams are so much better than the rest of the league which granted that's kind of what it's like in the nba but in the WNBA, it's like kind of like super noticeable like when you see um like for an example the new york liberty who who literally i don't even think they won more than five games this season actually i'm going to double check that um but like if you see like the liberty play like the chicago sky or um even like the dallas wings who aren't even that good they're they get destroyed and I think that is one problem. Like, if you turn on your TV and it's like the Atlanta Dream are playing the New York Liberty, it's going to be kind of a shit show, which I think is kind of an, an issue that the WNBA needs to needs to figure out. And um, there needs to be more balance between the talents. Yeah, because I'm looking at the rosters. Yeah, like you look at the Seattle Storm roster, the Aces roster, uh, and then the Sparks, and then go look at like any of the Eastern Conference teams and you're gonna be like, dude, what the fuck is this? This doesn't Yeah, I was looking sense. at the I was looking at the Sparks. They got the O Ogumage twins mm-hmm. on there, Candace Parker. Yep. It's not fair. Yep. And uh um, <laughs> not Yeah, I think they have um Augustus too. And uh and uh I think they have the Gray Sisters too. Yeah they got yeah yeah they, yeah they got they got Augustus as well. Yeah they're yeah they're Christy Tolliver yeah, they're really, really, really good, and that, and I think that's like kind of the problem uh, with the WNBA is that the bottom teams are kind of shit shows. But I will, but on the flip side of that, the top teams, like if you watch the Lynx versus the Sparks, ooh, that's barn burner, or even like the WNBA oh, yeah. finals that are going on right now. Even though it's clear that the I, Storm are a better team, I feel like they kind of do that. Probably, probably kind of do that on purpose because look, they're already losing out on star power, so might as well put the best players on certain teams on big market teams as well yeah so you get at least some people to watch it yeah that's true yeah um but i mean i guess i guess we'll have to wait and see but i will say this espn don't don't con these people into watching wnba but i think that the one thing that they that espn is doing wrong when they do promote it is i feel like they're only talking about the salaries and they're only talking about what's wrong with the league they should be focusing they on. They don't actually they, tell people to watch it. Yeah, they don't tell people to watch it, and but they should be focusing on what's the uh, the good things about the WNBA, how they play, very smart, very intelligent, how the players are way better than you think. If you're watching for dunks and speed and athleticism, don't. It's not for you, obviously. But yeah, if you if you, if you actually genuinely watch a game just for the talent and just for just to see how the right way that basketball is played, I mean. 
the WNBA is a really, really, really good place for that. And I think that that's what they should be focusing on. I really, I really believe that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out to the storm. I mean, I guess we'll tune back in, um, when the, when, when it's over, which will probably be tomorrow, <laughs> unfortunately, but, um, shout out to the aces. Cause I got to say the, the Spurs or not the Spurs, the, the stars, uh, San Antonio stars, which they were like three years ago, we're literally at the bottom of the league and we've crawled our way all the way up to the WNBA finals. And the girls should be very, or the women, sorry, the women should be very, very proud of themselves for how, how far they've come. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we're going to, we're going to keep on, we're going to keep the recap going for next episode. Cause like, I definitely want to talk more about WNBA. I got to definitely watch more. I got to know when they're, <laughs> I got to know what time seven o'clock is, is this game. Seven o'clock tomorrow. It's going to be on ESPN one or ESPN two. Probably said ESPN. Probably ESPN the Ocho more than likely to be honest with you. <laughs> oh no. At least ESPN plus I have that. <laughs> uh, it should be on ESPN plus. Um, okay. But, okay. Uh, to be honest with you, like uh, we were talking about this earlier. Nobody knows where the WFPA is where we could watch it. Nobody has any no, idea where like, it is. No, like, like no promotion at all. Um, NBA Finals on ABC, ABC and ESPN are owned by Disney. A, like at least promote it there. Yeah. So like, oh, oh, this is WNBA Finals. Let me watch it. Yeah, do uh, yeah, just do your like WNBA. Do your fucking job and promote your goddamn league, please, so people can tune into your games and actually watch them instead of having to go to some sketchy Turkish website in order to like stream this. Like, please, just help me out. You know what a later dream should. Do? Probably the players wouldn't want to do that. Like before COVID, they should have just at least came out, and then like just like right outside of Phillips Arena. If they well, they don't play in Phillips Arena anymore. They play in the Hawks G League's facilities arena. Oh, that's Hawks G League teams arena. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sad. The College Park Skyhawks arena because I guess they're they're not worried to play play in a State Farm Arena anymore. But they should at least come out in person and try to promote to the people there to watch yeah i would say or that at least did... give some free tickets to one game yeah and then yeah i would say that they should be able to play in um in uh state farm arena but i will say that the LA energy are really bad so once they start playing well yeah let's put them in state farm yeah the thing is they were in state farm but once uh uh once the atlanta hawks made their g league team the college park skyhawks and they had their arena in College Park. They were like, you know what? Let's put the Atlanta Dream in there as well. And I'm like, why? It's like the convenience of the Atlanta Dream was that it was in downtown. Now I gotta now if I want to go watch a game, I gotta go all the way by the airport to watch them. It's like that that would make me not want to watch them now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I live close. So I mean, I really can't complain to be honest with you. I'm I, I'm gonna get my tickets for when the, when the storm the Aces come through next season. That's for damn sure. As long as there's no COVID. Obviously, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely a big if. Yeah, it's a big, well, a big actually, game. you know what? The, uh, no offense to the WNBA, but the stadium's going to be empty anyway, so I'm still going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to have any WNBA slander. Hey, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what do you want me to do? It was right there. It was right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. I, I was trying to keep the slander off limits to the WNBA. Hey, hey. I gave you a solid what 15 minutes or whatever it was promoting. The WNBA, unlike ESPN, all right? I just said Stuart, Brandon Stewart's the best WNBA player I've ever seen. I gave them all. I've allowed one dick. I'm allowed one. 
Oh, that's 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 true. That's true. Okay. Well, at least at least we wait long enough for a slander. That's true. I was gonna do a transition to the NFL because we could definitely add slander in that. Oh, but good. was it the NFL we were talking about, or was it hmm? soccer? We were gonna talk about the NFL or soccer. We can talk about yes. that either or. It's up to you. You're the transition guy. All right. All right. So we we going to lead the slander away from the WNBA, but we can bring the slander to Manchester United oh, and to Liverpool because they have been trash yesterday. Oh, my God. Bitch. You came in so hard. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was ready for it. <laughs> Off the dome. I was ready for it. I was ready for it. Okay. Let's bring up the scores. Right, oh, my it. goodness. All right, let's do it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're really upset. About I this. really wanted it. <laughs> Sorry, Evan, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're a Manchester United fan, but your team just got destroyed by Tottenham. Oh, I'm sorry. What's his Six name? one. What's his Evan. Name? Evan, I'm sorry. Your team is yeah. garbage. <laughs> yeah, and I hope Manchester United he, gets regulated. He created the word check stealer, but that the whole Manchester United team are check stealers. Ooh, wow. Wow. Only Gunner Solskjaer is a check stealer. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And a former manager of Manchester United, Jose Mourinho, just wiped the floor <laughs> with Manchester United. It wasn't even competitive. Anthony Martial with a red card. And can Edison Cavani save this team? I do not think so because their $85 million investment in Harry Maguire has been absolutely horrible. Yeah, I was going to say that um, the one thing that they definitely don't need is scoring. What they need is defense because their defense is fucking horrible. How many more center backs are going to buy? And also, I didn't mention they paid $30 million for an 18-year-old Ahmad Traore who didn't really even get playing time in Atlanta and was going to get loaned out anyways, and they paid $30 million for him because they couldn't get Jadon Sancho. I didn't I didn't know that. Um, yeah, that's that's atrocious. <laughs> that's really bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're really bad. They're they're just they're just horrible. Should we make a should we make um a prediction now? Do you think that um, this team gets regulated? Because I, I mean, granted, the bottom teams are really bad. Man, right? Manchester United. Dude, Manchester United. Okay, I said they're legit. trash, but not that far. Are you saying it's not possible? I mean, it's possible. It's Manchester. Eventually, you, they got talent like Bruno Fernandez, um, Paul Pogba, uh, Marcus Rashford, Anthony Martial. They're they're not going to get I mean, relegated. I mean, Pog- they, Pogba they could be like ninth really place. Been, Pogba hasn't even really been that good this year. To be honest with you, they haven't been good last year either. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Pogba wasn't that good. Um, Matic is still getting playing time. I think Matic is trash, personally. I don't think Matic is that good. Um, their best player is Rashford, and he's like on and off on a daily basis. And uh, yeah, like the fact that I understand, like I've, I've said it for a while. I know you really don't think their best player is Bruno Fernandez. Or Bruno Fernand, whatever you want to call it, because that, that's Portuguese way of pronouncing yeah, it. Yeah, Bruno Fernand. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, either or on the day. That's how I feel. It's either or on the day. It just depends on what whatever if it's a Tuesday or a Thursday. Whoever um, decides to score goals for this team, which is practically nobody. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've said it for a while. I think Jose Mourinho is like a legit manager i think he is still top 10 i've been saying this for a while i know you don't believe that but um 
in the world or in the Premier League? I think he's top ten in the world. Oh no, no, no! In the Premier League, yeah, but not it's in not the world. Be top ten in the Premier League, but <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, still, what was it? Six one, right? Yep, six one, six one. Absolutely, like fucking atrocious. Absolutely, like disgrace. And yeah, like. Uh, the person I feel the worst for is De Gea. Like, De Gea should have got out of there like two years ago. <laughs> I don't know why he's still at Manchester. United. He wanted to. He wanted to. They just wouldn't let him go. Yeah, they should have let him go. <laughs> they should have let him go and signed, I don't know, Joe Hart or somebody. <laughs> oh, no, not Joe oh, Hart. He's not even a starting keeper anymore. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty bad. Not as bad as Liverpool, but pretty bad. Pretty bad. So, speaking of Liverpool... We are going to get into Liverpool, and I watched this game yesterday. I really wanted it to be. I ate to be a Liverpool fan, but or I could have, or it could have been. If I was a Liverpool fan, I'll be six two or six two, you know. But it happened to be seven two. Mm-hmm. Aston Villa also wiped the floor with Liverpool. Liverpool didn't know what happened to them. Their, their once-famed defense looked atrocious. Joe Gomez, every time he had the ball in his feet, it was a turnover <laughs> waiting to happen. Um, yes. The attack, uh, I don't know if Salah even touched the ball because I, I, I can count on my fingers that how many times I've seen him actually have the ball in his feet. He's only on the they score. Complete- oh, yeah, he had two goals. Well, Probably like during the first half because we literally just switched to football after, so he probably just got the two goals. But yeah, and yeah, so he barely had the ball on his feet and got two goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, first of all, I just want to say this. But Ollie Watkins had a hat trick, by the way, and Jack Grealish had two goals. I also wanted to mention that. Yeah, I just want to also go ahead. Oh my bad. I I, I had to. I'm sorry. I just Thank didn't you. want to cut you off. You. But I had to give a shout out to my fellow Nigerian Ross Barkley. Shout out. And he had a goal himself. Shout out. Did you actually know he was Nigerian? Fun fact. I did not know that. I did not know that. His grandmother is full-blooded Nigerian. (laughs) His grandmother is full-blooded Nigerian. He's eligible to play for Nigeria if he wanted to. Well, how about we get him off the England team and go ahead and move him over to Nigeria? That would be hype. I wish wish he would, but hey, he doesn't. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, at least he would start every game, unlike England. That's true. Um, Yeah, first of all, I want to say this. Shout out to Tottenham and shout out to Austin Villa for winning because we need to give credit where credit is due. Um, Austin Villa played like the greatest team I've ever seen. <laughs> um, they played like they're the best team in the league. Uh, but yeah, I just want to give them their due props because I don't want this to just be like a soul. Sh- let's shit on Liverpool. I mean, they played terrible, but you know, you know oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to shit on Liverpool anytime. So I will say this about Liverpool. Um, Sané didn't play one. Yep. Um, yeah, Gomez does. I, I agree. Gomez probably should start for the rest of the season. Uh, <laughs> more than likely. Uh, he got subbed off, didn't he? Like, he was playing so bad. He did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, had, he had to. Yeah. Uh, they didn't want to give him eight goals. I, I don't... I don't... I, I don't think that... that You know, Liverpool played awful, but I still have them as the favorite to win the title. Is that weird? Like I still have them as a favorite. I think that this is a good thing. That this this could have been their yeah. This could have been their wake up call game because they probably got very complacent. Yeah, because they haven't been playing like like amazing football. You know what I mean? They've been good. They've been very good. I mean, they smacked Arsenal, 
But also, it's usually very hard for the Fed for Premier League teams to win back to back titles. Yes, in this era, so because all the teams are so competitive, as you can see. Yeah. So it's just like very hard. So even just for that, I don't think they're going to repeat. But I mean, I you s- never know. Yeah, you never know. I just think that they have the best roster. Um, I thought they they would have. It looked like they woke up. Um, after uh, the whole um, Leeds game, I mean, after, after we, Leeds. we see from we see from Leicester City though that even having the best roster doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't always yeah, it doesn't. win you a, a Premier League title. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought they would have woke up after after that four three game with Leeds. Um, it looked like they were kind of on a run. They beat Arsenal three zero. Um, or th- was it three one? I think, and then three um, one. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, this has to be their wake up call because I think next week they play Everton, who's like number one in the league. Granted, the uh, Merseyside Derby. Yeah, granted, Austin Villa is the second best team <laughs> in in the Prem, so I think that this will be their wake up call. I still have them as repeat champions. I know that doesn't happen often, but I, I still have them personally. What am I? Let me check because wasn't Ashton Villa almost close to being relegated last season? Probably. <laughs> yes, they were. They were seventeenth. <laughs> oh, good for them. And look, and look at them right now. Yeah, second in the prem, right behind Everton. Um, hey, keeping Jack Grealish has been great for them. Yes, but also, you know what? This is going to be my hot take. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Everton is winning their Premier League this season. Wow. That's aggressive. They've been amazing. They've been great. They've they've been against yeah. Brighton. <laughs> Still, Hamas Rodriguez Callis. is a world class player. It's just that he's been playing for he's been playing for Zinedine Zidane, who just hates him. I'm not saying he's not great. Um, I was completely wrong um, about Hamas. I didn't think that he was good enough to uh, to carry a team. Um, I was wrong about another player who we'll get into later on in the program. Um, but, yeah, Everton really hasn't played anybody, so I'm not really ready. The only team that they beat was Tottenham. That really, like, surprised me. But, I mean, they've only played, like, West Brom, Crystal, and I'm scrolling down, and Brighton. Those are the only teams that they've beaten. So, when they play Liverpool, then I'll be ready to to say, okay, this is a legit contender, but I'm not ready to do that yet. Even though we're only really four games in, are you surprised to see Manchester City ranked number 14th? Yeah. Yeah, Manchester City has been very what a game what a game in hand, granted. What a game in hand. Yeah. Um yeah, but that 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 Leicester City game was just a tough one to to swallow. I know Leicester's good, like I really do. Um and granted, like they I think they took like three pens that game, but to just see them get smacked up like that was just it was a tough thing to see. It was it was weird. And they're definitely not as good as we all thought they were. I feel like Manchester City should finally move on for Pep Guardiola. Not to say that Pep Guardiola is not fit of a manager. I just feel like his playing style has a shelf life in each league mm-hmm. before it gets figured out and teams just know how to beat it. And I think right now he's just been manager of Manchester City long enough now that he needs to go somewhere else and put his imprint. Maybe his next stop is PSG. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I think that um, Sané doesn't play for them anymore, right? No, he plays for 
uh, Bayern Munich, but he, and he also got hurt. So yeah, I was I was gonna say Again. I think that that was a big loss for them. I would say really because he was hurt for the whole season last year. So he was, but when he played, like that was just like an X factor. You know what I mean? And I think yeah, that that would I think that that would him on the team definitely would have helped for some of those games for sure. And I think that that would have added a different dynamic. I think losing him was pretty huge. And you're right, he was injured a lot. And they should be playing better. Like, like Kevin De Bruyne hasn't really been Kevin De Bruyne, um, which is hilarious because, like, you look at a lot of these teams, a lot of the star players in the league are not playing up to standard. Like, a lot of them, which is kind of strange to see because usually star players dominate. But, like, you look at the star players across is, the league, they're, is, not, they're not studying up. Is that attributed for, to not really having a real offseason? Probably. <laughs> From just playing in the Champions League like a month or two ago, and then all of a sudden you're back? You're back, yeah. Um, yeah, that's more than likely um, what's going on. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just it's very strange to see, like, big-name players not play up to standard. It's just weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, Grant, it's only, like, three games. Yeah. Um, soccer is all about form, so they just got to get their form together. Also, Manchester City's just been having problems with injuries, most mostly to their striker department. So, no Sergio Aguero, no Gabriel Jesus. They've been using Mares and Sterling as striker. So, playing that false nine, I don't think that's really working. No. Um, they did play a Leeds United team. At Leeds United is has been pretty good. Patrick Bamford has been good for Leeds United used to uh one of the one of the former Chelsea internal loanies yeah. <laughs> um Rodrigo I still don't know how Leeds United got Rodrigo but he's Lord been doing good for Rodrigo, them as well yeah, yeah. Lord knows how they got him I don't get it <laughs> so we have so what I found out is Valencia just they were they were just they were just in such huge debt so they just Selling, they just started selling off all their star players. So they sold off Ferran Torres to Manchester City, sold off Rodrigo to Leeds United, sold Danny Pareo and Francis Coquelin to Villarreal, and that's their rivals. So, like, literally, their team is like just stripped of most of their top talent. Yeah, um, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. To- to think about, but yeah, Le- Leeds has been killing it. I'm ha- I'm happy for Leeds. Le- Leeds is it looks like Leeds will probably be in the prem for the next couple of years, which is nice to see. Oh, definitely. One, they got money. Yeah, that's what what more releg- That's what other relegation teams don't really have, and they also have a top manager in, in Marcelo Bielsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, and it also looks like um, Fulham and Sheffield United are probably going to get relegated more than likely. They've been horrible. Oh yeah. Definitely, Fulham is terrible. Yeah, I didn't expect. Fulham I mean, this bad. They're they're god awful. They're so bad. Well, when your owners, the same owner as the Jacksonville Jaguars, what else do you expect? Is that true? Yeah, Tony Khan. Oh, Fulham! I'm so sorry. You guys are going to be elite too in like three years. <laughs> why? <laughs> if you notice, why you think Jacksonville always plays in Europe first? Why they're always the team to play in Europe? I never because that. Tony Khan owns Fulham. So he wants to bring Jacksonville to to England so they can have English fans as well because he wants to kind of like bridge both his club both his teams together. Yeah, that's um 
I'm really upset that you told me that. That makes me really sad. Yeah, Tony Khan's one of the catalyst for the NFL playing in Europe. And mostly because, yeah, he owns Fulham. Oh, that's so gross. Ugh. So, uh, for example, my cousin from England, actually, she's a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. And the reason only why she's a Jacksonville Jaguars fan because that's the only team she can really see in England. Because they they come there. <laughs> Jacksonville always comes there every year. And I had to tell my cousin, like, yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars are pretty terrible, actually. Well, um, <laughs> I had to tell her that. Well, um, it looks like uh, I was just looking at Fulham. Fulham uh, got, uh, like, three loans today in the past, like, four hours. <laughs> oh, who they who they've received? So they got Ruben Loftus-Cheek, which I'm actually kind of down with. I love me some Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Um, yes. I can't. I, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, Tosin Adarabayo from Man Manchester City. You know who that is. This name actually does sound familiar. I play a lot of football managers, so that's probably like a name <laughs> I came across a football manager. He looks young, and they also got um, Yocam Anderson from uh, from Lyon. Yo, oh the center back. Yep. Okay, okay, that's a that's a decent signing. They need that. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I mean, those three signings will still not be enough, but you know, that's they'll still get relegated. You know, yeah, they'll, they'll still, still get still relegated. Get rele- uh, looks like um, Abdul Tosin, um, uh, Adarabayo. I I really can't. He has like eighteen letters in his name. It's, he's it's Nigerian. Horrible. He's Nigerian. He's he's a brother. Oh, he is. Yeah, oh. that that name that that's Nigerian. I probably know how to pronounce it. Oh, probably. Um, if I see if I see the spelling, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to type that in yourself. I don't want that's too many letters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he is a center back from Blackburn Rovers. It looks like so. No wonder I don't know who he is. Um, but yeah, it okay. looks it looks like they you know they'll still they'll have a little bit of a fight. They'll finish 18th, which is nice. So yeah, you know yeah. Shout out to Khan for ruining full. They could park great. they could park the bus a little bit more. You know. Uh, yeah, they could park the bus. So, a little bit. That's funny. Um, yeah, Tony. Yeah, Tony Khan. Thanks for thanks for ruining Fulham because Fulham looked like a bright spot at the Prem for a little bit. So, also some more done deals for the Premier League. Uh, Dio Walcott from Everton. Yeah, he went back. Will home, be. Right? Yep, to Southampton on a season long loan. Mm-hmm. And it's weird saying is where uh, uh, saying Southampton is back home because I'm so used to seeing him at Arsenal yeah. all the time. Yeah. But I keep forgetting that, oh, yeah, he did start his career out in Southampton like as a 17-year-old. Yeah. And we thought he was going to be the next big English winger. But, <laughs> of course, like many young English players, never panned out. Yeah, that's very true. Um, pretty pacey in FIFA 14, though. So I can't really say that much. Uh, pretty pretty pacey in real yeah. pretty pacey in real life as well. Just doesn't do anything else but except run. Yeah, that's very true. Doesn't have doesn't have a final ball. No, can't really uh, shoot. He wanted to play striker though. It's not. He's he's a, he was a decent off ball runner, but I mean that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I, I will say this. I'm I'm happy that he's still around because it looked like a couple years ago like it was kind of just over for him after all of the injuries yeah, kind of stockpiled that's 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 you know what that's true that's true we we gotta we gotta uh yeah we gotta honor that that he's had a lot of injuries so that's probably why he never really panned out to the player we thought he was going to be probably yeah mostly because of the injuries yeah uh chris chris smalling well speaking of manchester united and having no defense 
One of their defenders, Chris Mulling, returned to Roma on a permanent deal this time for 20 million euros. So 20 mil for then, Chris Smalling? Yeah, I don't know why they don't play him in Manchester United. He was decent for Roma. Well, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he was decent for um, a while for even United at the beginning, and then he just kind of just tailed off, and we never saw him again, which was very strange to see because yeah. he was actually vying for um, uh, Team of the Year in the Prem for a hot second, honestly. Like, he was actually really good, and then just for, gone. For some reason, they just loaned him out to Roma, and he's just never really been back since. Well, you know what? Good for Chris Mullen. Get get out of that really shitty organization. Is um now now sit down for this because I, I have a theory. Okay. Okay. Is Manchester United the New York Knicks of the EPL, or is that too aggressive? Well, I know they uh, won like a, like ten years ago when. Rooney was playing, but I say before LeBron came, they were the Los Angeles Lakers of the EPL. Yeah, a historic team, win won a lot of championships, but not good anymore. But that now with LeBron on the Lakers, it kind of kind of messed up that comparison. But the thing with the Knicks is the Knicks never really won championships. Well, they haven't won like that. Yeah, yeah. So at least Manchester United have like a period where they were really dominant. I say in terms of popularity, they're like the New York Knicks. I guess you want to put it in football terms, they're the Dallas Cowboys. That's a good point. Yeah, they're the Dallas Cowboys in football, but it, Manchester United would be the Lakers without, before LeBron came. Well, he can't, they can't really be the Lakers, because um, well, I mean, I guess they can. Yeah. And Clippers are Manchester City, just if just if Clippers yeah, actually made good decisions and won championships, no, it's same, it's same, it's same. No, same thing. Clippers had no had had no history. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, right, just right. stockpile star players became a top team. However, just the difference between Manchester City and Clippers is Manchester City actually won. Yeah, they won. Their game. They actually won. Yeah, games don't get kicked out. They the actually playoffs. won. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a that's a very fair comparison. I mean, they did choke the past year, but aside from that, yeah, hey, yeah. they have a title, uh, and they actually made it. You know, oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they actually made it all the way to the end, unlike the Clippers, who can't even make it to the goddamn finals. I, I say Liverpool before last season, before they won a championship, was the New York Knicks because a very popular team that they have a lot of passionate fans. But always, they're so used to disappointment. They're always, they were always used to disappointment. Actually, that was before what? last you year. You know what? As much as I don't want to say it, probably Arsenal is the New York mix of the Prem. Say Arsenal? Probably. I mean, Arsenal is what the uh, second, they're the third most popular team in the Prem. That's true. I don't know. I just never see Arsenal as as popular as those other clubs. But like, yeah, you're right. They're the third most popular. Maybe, it's maybe, surprising. Maybe because they Arsenal. lose all the time. Yeah, they, maybe because they lose all the time. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're they're uh, in a big market, London. They're in a big market, massive market, massive market. And on top of that, you know, they haven't won anything since what? Oh, two thousand three. Was that the Invincibles? Two thousand three. I think two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. So they haven't. They haven't even. I don't even think they've been close. I mean, the highest they finished in the past ten years, I think, is like fourth. They, they're just I think the following year with Fabregas, they were close, but no, no, they 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 were second one year. They were second under Banger, like oh, in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not 15. yeah. It was it was or the Van Persie year. They were second. Yeah, I think that was twelve. The, 
Yeah, and then Fabregas had his run, and they were like third or second as well. Yeah, and then they just kept hitting fourth, 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 fifth, fourth, and then now I think seventh, seventh yeah, eighth, ninth. Yeah, and it's just like, but now I mean we're back at it. We're back. They're back. They're back at it. Have so chance. it's only like it's only like four four games. So <laughs> I, I need to I need to see some more. But so let's see the Brooklyn Nets. I say are Chelsea, Chelsea Fair. Brooklyn Nets. I say. Nah, Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea won what two titles? So I don't think that's 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 true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I was trying to make the New York comparison because London, same team well, in London, you might as but, but are better than the, the Brooklyn Nets or Tottenham. But they have to be better than the Knicks. Tottenham's not better than Arsenal currently. So not currently, but they were. Rarely, rarely they are. One they were really better than them in the past like three years. Two years technically, because that no, that first popped the, off three years ago. That's when they started. But three Arsenal. years ago, Arsenal finished one point above on Tottenham. So Did technically, they? yeah. Are you sure about that? Are you checking it? That was the year. That yeah, that was the year where Tottenham was supposed to win, but Leicester City won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Arsenal, but Tottenham had this huge losing streak at the end, where Arsenal finished second. Yeah, that was that was the last time Arsenal finished second. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, yeah, you're right. So Chelsea. Yeah, so I I say I say Brooklyn Nets with titles because look they'll get they'll get the big name players they'll buy every single player known to man just like Brooklyn Nets do Thanks. or sign every single player known to man mm-hmm. and they're relatively better than their New York counterpart. Mm-hmm. So, for the most part. So then, Stoke City is Minnesota. Tottenham's New Jersey Nets. <laughs> so is Stoke City, Minnesota? They're very cold. <laughs> um, they both play – well, they both used to play a very unattractive style of ba- of, of of their respective sport, mm-hmm. basketball and football. Mm-hmm. And Stoke is just uh, like constantly terrible except for like one year when they made it, uh, when they made it in the Prem with uh, – what's his name? Crouch when they were really good for some I, reason. I say that's about right, yeah. All right, cool. Alright, yeah. So Who are the Atlanta Hawks? Let let's let's see. The Who are the Atlanta Hawks? Sheffield like, uh, United. <laughs> no, no, no. Sheffield United's defensive. Who's a uh, attacking team with no defense at all? That's that's Newcastle. super bad as well. There you go. That's Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, yep. Newcastle, that's yeah. Newcastle. Yeah, and actually it's kinda of perfect because like Newcastle never they always just underperform, even though we think they're gonna be good. And Newcastle's in a relatively big market. They got a lot of money. Hawks got a lot of money. Shout out to, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, True Jordy. Uh, True Jordy, Newcastle fan. Shout out to him. And also, and also they got Miguel Almarone, who came from Atlanta United. So mm-hmm. there, there's the correlation right there. There it is, right there. Boom. For Newcastle, right. yeah. Okay. Okay, we are making our We're basketball right comparison. We are. We are. <laughs> Oh, perfect! Jeez, now uh, actually, you know, uh, oh, man, I wanted to make the uh, the Timberwolves. I was going. I was that it, great. Just say what? I, said, I wish that the Wolves would have been the Timberwolves, but the Wolves are just too good, unfortunately. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, they're definitely not the Timberwolves. Yeah. They're a, they're a better version of a wolf than the, the, the Timberwolves in Minnesota. Gotcha. Um, uh, so also, Matteo Gendouzi left to Hefter Berlin in Germany on the loan from Arsenal. Where do you go? Hertha Berlin in Germany in the Bundesliga. On a loan? I don't understand yeah. why we're letting these guys go on loan. I mean, he's never going to play with us again. Just sell him. 
Unless you know what? Hap- right well, no, on, yeah, on deadline day, on deadline day, if you can't, if you don't have enough time to file the paperwork to do a transfer, a loan is much quicker. So sometimes you just do a loan with an option to buy. But I think it was just a loan. Well, all right. Well, good riddance, unfortunately, because, man, I think with him, we would have been a much, much, much better team. But unfortunately, he just had to be a new shoe. But Mikel, yep. Pre- well, yeah, I'll say Mikel Arteta doesn't like him, but yeah, he is pretty much a douche anyway. So yeah, well, the, the teammates don't like him. So, yeah, hey. Yeah, hey. Uh, I'll take the teammates' word, to be honest with you, unfortunately. And uh, Mikel Arteta has been proven that he's a good manager. So, yeah, FDB. Yeah, so who – so Mikel Arteta has been proven to be a good manager, but Bill O'Brien hasn't been proven to be a good head coach. Wow. And he has gotten <laughs> fired by the Houston Texans as head coach and GM. Yeah. And this – DeAndre Hopkins trade is looking better day by day for the the Texans, don't you say? Um, Definitely not a wasted trade at all. No, that was probably the best trade of the last twenty years, no question. Uh, that was a easily. Trade. It was it was the best trade uh, I've ever seen. Um, they're they're so much better off without him, wouldn't you say? I think I think they're Super Bowl contenders. Yes, yes. Um, Deshaun Watson definitely has an uh, array of targets he can throw to now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really see. I mean, I mean, you just look at it. I mean, man, you got David Johnson, who's just proven to be the best running back I have ever seen. I mean, Will trade. Fuller, who's an absolute speed demon, oh. number one receiver right there. Randall Cobb, man, come on. Oh, Randall Cobb, didn't you see him in Green Bay like 10 years ago? Oh, yeah, he was so great then. <laughs> Kenny Steeles, remember him in Miami? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah. This, oh, yeah, Kenny. Yeah. Oh. Did he have like 800 yards in Miami? Yeah, 800 yards. And, I mean, it, honestly, it's snubbed for the Pro Bowl, too. Snubbed. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, on a real note, I really can't do this anymore because that entire goddamn front office needs to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> that entire front office needs to be – it shouldn't be that well, coach. Should be the GM, well, president of football operations. But, but Bill O'Brien was a GM. <laughs> Bill O'Brien was a GM as well. He wasn't okay, just a head okay, coach. Right. So the time front office was fired. Whoever, was, just... whoever appointed him to that position needs to be fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> whoever appointed, if even if it was the owner, get the fuck out of there because like <laughs> I don't know what is going on with this goddamn team, but it is a tro- It is the saddest thing I've ever seen. It is so depressing. They lost to the Vikings, dude. The Vikings, who have looked like shit. <laughs> they have looked like I'm Well, Brandon Texans have looked like shit before it had as well. So it was just two shit teams playing against each other. Yeah. Also, I don't know what happened. So one of them had to be either, too. That's another thing. One of them had to be less shit. Oh, Texans offensive line? <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know why. Oh, they, they, oh, they were always in shambles. Yeah. They were in shambles last year. At least they just had DeAndre Hopkins to throw to yeah, but it, whenever Deshaun Watson had to run for his life. Yeah, but it seemed like Deshaun Watson had like half a second more. <laughs> You know what I mean? It seems like he had a little bit more time. Now it just seems like as soon as he snaps the ball, it's over. Well, well, one, because I think he's probably taking a half second longer to see who's open because there's probably less people open. So That's very true. Yeah. I, yeah. The, like, like the, the more the day, you know, we kind of joked around about it, but like the more time passes, like the, like the more I'm wondering, like, what was that phone call like, you know? Like what? What enticed him about that phone call to just be like, you know what, David Johnson is a second round pick. That seems that seems great. And then in the same day, later that night, 
the Minnesota Vikings trade Stephon Diggs to the Bills for a first-round pick. Stephon Diggs is not the receiver DeAndre Hopkins is. He's still a superstar receiver. He's still a number one receiver, but nowhere near DeAndre Hopkins. And they got a first-round pick for him. Yeah, like how could it? Like I would really genuinely say that if I was the Eagles, I would have been like, "Listen, I will give you whatever you want, including like back-to-back first-round picks for DeAndre Hopkins." To be honest with you. He's the best wide he's the best wide receiver in the league. And I don't I understand people love me, love Michael Thomas. I think Michael Thomas is the greatest slant route runner I've ever seen. But DeAndre Hopkins is like clearly number one. Clearly. You know uh Patriots uh gave offered the Texans a first round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, but Bill O'Brien rejected it because he didn't want to trade him to the Patriots, his former team. Well, Can I ask you a question? Good. Why why did he trade him in the first place? Because I don't even think D Hop wanted to leave, right? Did he want to leave? Uh, it w- it wasn't that he wanted to leave. It was just because Bill O'Brien just really didn't get along. They though they didn't get along with each other. So Bill O'Brien f- just wanted. <laughs> but but Bill O'Brien's a Belichick disciple. I'm saying that with air quotes. So you know because he's a Belichick disciple. He has to do everything Belichick would do since you don't like the player and he's a big name. Let's trade him to show that no big, no one's bigger than the team. Man. But you're not Belichick. You can't be doing that because your team is trash. Yeah, I just want to send um, my love, thoughts, and prayers to all Houston Texans fans, to every single one that's out there. Um, you had a franchise QB who is – Looking like he's running behind the third worst offensive line, and actually, I want to talk to you about that in a second. I hope he doesn't turn out like David Carr. Well, he's already much he's better than David, David Carr, Carr, but yeah. but just how David Carr kept getting hit by the their, his Texans offensive line, I just hope it doesn't stunt his growth as a quarterback. I don't think it will. Uh, wait, is he under contract with the Texans, or can he leave? Is he? Under, uh, is he? Does uh, he, does he uh, what, a huge contract? What, what, Watson just signed an extension before the season started. Fuck, dude. <laughs> that sucks so bad. I mean, hey, uh, hey, he was, he got paid, so yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, uh, shout out to the to Texans fans, man. I'm sorry, you guys are gonna this. It's not gonna get better for a couple of years, which is the most depressing part about this. You know what's worse? That second round pick they got is not even the second round pick in this coming draft. It's the second round pick the year after, oh, dude. <laughs> it just gets worse, doesn't it? They really got fleeced by the Arizona Cardinals. It's not even. It is. Well, I'll say it's not even funny. But I'm laughing. They really got fleeced. No, it's hilarious. Don't get it twisted. It's hilarious (laughs) because I don't like. Man, that it just sucks so bad. It's so bad. And the craziest. Well, I mean, on the bright side, Texans fans, you get Jamar Chase in the draft. So I mean, there you go. There's your consolation prize. What if they win just enough so they won't get Jamar Chase? That would be even funnier. (laughs) I would be laughing my ass off to be honest. That'd be so great. Um, r- random. Well, actually, oh, okay. they're not even going to get Jamar Chase. Wow. Because they don't have a first-round pick. They don't? Or a second-round pick. They traded that, I believe, for um, Laramie Tunsil. Oh, dude. <laughs> they traded a first-rounder for Laramie that's Tunsil. Not that's for, what I'm saying. Oh, dude. What? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So Dude, it's not like on that staff needs to get fired, that, including the water that, at this point. That that's what made the Hopkins trade even worse. The fact that they, they couldn't even get a second round pick of this coming draft because they don't have any picks to the third round. 
All right, Texans fans, you're screwed. Yeah, thanks for just shitting on them right there. <laughs> we were, we were just, just saying they could get Jamar Chase, but no, they can't. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, the NFL needs to add oh, pick so protections. Oh, that's so sad. The, the NFL needs to add pick protections no, like the NBA pick protections does. Are stupid. No, absolutely not. No, if an NBA franchise wants to ruin their franchise, they should be allowed to. They should be allowed to. Don't put save, save teams from themselves. No. Save teams from themselves. Nope. nope. If you want to ruin your franchise, do it. And then see what happens. Have fun oh, my God. I really hope he never gets hired again. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, at this point, I don't know if firing Bill O'Brien's a good thing because all the trades yes, that is. he made are essential. But it, mean, it means they're null and void. So it basically means you trade DeAndre Hopkins for nothing because you really they just trade DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but they, they really trained up because is David Johnson even playing? <laughs> is he even playing? Yeah, but not that good. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, it's over with, man. It's it was over with. I they know, but it's like they, they admitted they admitted they made a mistake, and basically they traded him because he didn't get along with Bill O'Brien. But now since Bill O'Brien is gone, they traded DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. Well, on the bright side, now they can start over and hopefully have a competent person take over for that job. How many times have we said this with the Houston Texans? I've never said that. I've never talked about the Houston Texans until Deshaun Watson got there, to be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't care about the Texans until Deshaun got there. So let's see their draft picks in 2021. Oh, my goodness. By the way, real quick before you get to this, because I have a really genuine question, because I really don't know the answer to this. Who has the yeah. worst offensive line of football? Is it the Jets? The Texans, and there's another one out there, or uh, there's another one that I've or the Bengals. Who has the worst offensive line in football? Because I really don't know. I thought it was the Jets for a while, but dude, Joe Burrow's out there running for his it's, life. No, it's not. It's not the. It's not the Jet. The, I mean, the, the, the Jets have a Sam Darnold has yeah. time. Damn, they they do, but so Sam Darnold has more time than giving credit for it. Sam Darnold's just a horrible quarterback. I've watched the game against the Broncos. He had time to throw. He just did, did not get the ball out. I think that the reason why he's bad is because the offensive line ruined his career over the past two years. And now he's yeah, developed but, all these horrible habits. Yeah, it's David Carson's syndrome. True. I still think they're bad. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I'm, just, I'm not saying they're good, but I'm just saying they're not as bad as the Texans and the Bengals. So you would say it's the Texans or the Bengals? Yeah. I and think it's the Bengals, personally. It, it might... It might be. I was about to say the Bengals. Yeah, I think it's the Bengals. Yeah, they're so bad. Which sucks for Joe Burrow, but I think Joe Burrow is strong enough mentally where he's not going to let that affect him. Like, dude, he's dude. He, he beat the Jags. I didn't. I was shocked when they beat the Jags. I was. I was shocked when they when they beat the Jags. I didn't because Joe Burrow was legitimately during that entire game just like is running. It's safe forever. to say. He's already a top fifteen quarterback in the NFL. I think he I th- is. Did you already make that point? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was. I'm convinced. And actually, speaking of top fifteen quarterbacks, I'm officially here to say on this podcast. I'm officially here to say that I am officially a believer of Josh Allen. All right, I've seen the light. Okay, <laughs> it took you this long. It took me this long because I listen, listen, man. I I didn't know how I felt about him going into the draft. I did like him his rookie year. Um. Towards the end of last year, he was great, and this season he looks like an MVP. So yeah, I'm about. I said I was gonna wait till week seven, but he he was he nope. was killer in in that Vegas game. He was killer in that Vegas and, game. 
And I'll have you know, I drafted him in this 10th round of my fantasy draft. And I was so confident in him, I felt like I didn't have to draft any backups. And I'm, and I'm undefeated right now. Yeah, granted, my, um, my ceiling for you being a good quarterback is just be better than Carson Wentz, and which now doesn't really oh, mean anything. he passed that, yeah. He passed that. Which now, it literally being better than Carson Wentz just means you have to be better than a top 28 quarterback in the league, so not really saying much. So, so what's the ceiling now? Be better than Matt Stafford? <laughs> Dude, Matt Stafford's been pretty solid this season. That's what I'm, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Matt Stafford's, yeah, I've, Matt Stafford's Matt a pretty Stafford good quarterback. Matt Stafford probably be the best he doesn't get it. for me be, saying that you're good. No. Yeah. That's what I was. No, saying. no, no, no. There's a better one. Be better than Kirk Cousins. Now that, mm-hmm. now that's a franchise. Yeah, that's that's a franchise quarterback. Just gotta be better than that guy because he's he's like a notch below franchise quarterback. That's the guy you probably would start for three years, but be scared to start him for five years. Yeah, that's Kirk Cousins. So it's just a better be above Kirk Cousins. You're a franchise quarterback. I say Joe Burrow is already above Kirk Cousins. I feel like if he was on the Vikings, he would do much better with that team than Kirk Cousins is doing right now. I think if you put Joe Burrow on a lot of teams, he'd be doing a lot better. I think Joe Burrow is... On the Rams, definitely. Yeah. Oh, dude. If he played for the Rams, they would be on top. Um, <laughs> with Sean McVay? Yeah, he, yeah. I don't even want to think about that. They'd be incredible. Or even Washington, honestly. If he was playing for Washington, whew, they'd be good. I think Washington is hot. Underrated. Hot take time. Oh. What if you put him on Tampa Bay? Ooh, that's. Are you slandering the god that is talking? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. I'm not slandering him. I just want to see what you say. I just want to see what. I just want to see what you say. Listen, man, he threw five TDs. Um, he did. Yeah, they would be better. I can't even. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. They'd be better. <laughs> I want. I wanted you to make the difficult call. They, I they, wanted. They you. would be better, and yeah, they would be better. Joe Burrow is special. Uh, Tom Brady is not Tom Brady anymore. He's good. I still think he's. Really, I still think he's top fifteen. To be honest with you, he's just. I think he's more. Um, he's relying he's a mid-tier more. Mid tier quarterback now. Yeah, he's a mid tier quarterback. He's more using like he's he's thinking about the game a lot more. You, you can kind of see that he's not really. He doesn't really have the same moves that he did uh, like a couple years ago. Because you thing is he. Go ahead. He was the same exact quarterback last year. I was telling people this. I think he's better than he was last year. I think he's been playing. Well, that's because he has a better team around him. Yeah, I think he's playing better. Um, and it, and you can kind of see he has like a, like he's not the same. Like he doesn't like shift uh, in the pocket the way he used to. Like to get that extra half second to get the ball out that he normally does um, or that he used to. Um, but I think Tom Brady's been pretty solid. It's kind of unfortunate that he lost. Um, what's his name? Uh, OJ Chris Howard. Godwin uh, and Chris Godwin's out. Yeah, and OJ Howard is out for the season. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, he's out for the season. Yeah, Achilles. I. I'm. Wait. He, I saw him getting carted off, but I didn't know the injury. Oh my goodness. Yeah, OJ Howard's done and for the season. That's a huge. That's a huge blow because he was easily their best tight end. Oh yeah, yeah. I think much much better than Gronk. I think OJ Howard was on his way to becoming one of the best tight ends in the league. Personally. Um, that sucks. Achilles yeah, injury for a talent like him too, because af- yeah. he's su- he is so athletically gifted. This doesn't even make yeah, sense how great. athletically gifted he is. Yeah, he's great. And then the Achilles injury. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, but you know, now <laughs> the man who I really don't even think should be on this football team, but Gronkowski's got to step up now, which is I don't know how I feel about that because Rob Gronkowski looks like he's taken three years off of football. He's looked like check stealer. Aggressive. 
Uh, <laughs> check. No, he's, he's a check. He's getting paid. Ten, he's getting paid ten million. He's getting paid ten million. Yeah, he is. But yeah, if Joe Burrow was on this team, man, I can only imagine. Because I remember, I think I said that Joe Burrow was going to be uh, like a better version of what Tony Romo was, and I was completely wrong about that. He looks way better than Tony Romo. I, I told you. I look. I told you that Joe Burrow to be college was like the second coming of Drew Brees. Uh, it's looking more like that. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, he's way more athletic than I thought he was. Uh, he, he looks way more athletic than he did oh, in college, yeah. doesn't he? He did. I noticed that. I was like, well, I've never seen Joe Burrow scramble like this before. Now, granted, maybe that's from practicing with those offensive line, and he's just like, okay, let's sprint out of this. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, I, I got I to gotta learn how to run. I got to get myself a trainer for this. Yeah, but, you know, for – um, I kind of forgive him a little bit because I, I guarantee you his accuracy is way lower than you think it is. But like once he gets a decent offensive line, like this man is going to be an absolute monster in the league. He's gonna oh, so you're not sold on Joe, on Joe Burrow's accuracy as a quarterback? Huh? So so you're not really too high on Joe Burrow's no, accuracy his, on his, the quarterback? His accuracy is probably lower than what I think it is because he has to throw out of the pocket because his offensive line is collapsing. So his percentage is going to be Oh, lower. yeah. Um, but he is like I'm saying, like he is so like he is super accurate for how shitty this offensive line is. <laughs> like, I'm saying, I watching him in LSU, like that's why I said he is the second coming of Drew Brees because he was incredibly accurate. I'll admit, like I, I we all, I didn't think he was going to be that good. I don't think he was going to be as good as he is. I really didn't. Look, I had no doubt in my mind about Joe Burrow. I just thought he might struggle a little bit because there was no preseason. But I had no doubt in my mind. Like I thought. I thought Joe Burrow was a can't miss prospect. I know some people might say it was a one year wonder. I never said but, that. But yeah, that that's the, not not you, yeah. but like scouts, yeah, some scouts. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I got you. But I've wa- I already wa- I watched enough games at LSU to know like this guy was the real deal. Yeah. He um, now the real question: Who do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to be as good as he as as Joe Burrow? I don't know off the bat, but I feel like he has a much higher upside. Yeah, because I like I watched a couple Clemson games, and um, the more I watch Trevor Lawrence, the more I'm like, okay, he is easily the most overrated prospect I've seen. Oh, really? I think he's great. Let's not get it twisted. But saying like he is the second coming of Manning and all this, like he has some real like he has some really concerning traits some very concerning traits like he's very overconfident in his abilities and that can lead to just some really bad throws like randomly bad throws where you're just like you're trying Andrew to Luck I say that's Andrew that was Andrew Luck's problem the thing with Andrew Luck is that I trusted Andrew Luck way more than I trust Trevor Lawrence because like granted Trevor Lawrence has lost a lot of weapons um over over his career like his basically like the entire team is completely different the only person who's uh who's there that was there from the beginning is Travis Etienne but yeah I don't know how I feel about Trevor Lawrence like I really think that um like Justin Fields and Trey Lance are gonna give him a run for his money I really think that now Justin Fields so has, think- the same th- has the same problems too like he throw he can be wildly inaccurate throwing his deep ball but Man, I I don't really know if I have him as my number one quarterback prospect. I have to wait and see. 
So you think Trey Lance will still give uh, Trevor Lawrence a run for run for his money, even though he's not playing this season? Well, he is playing one game. He's playing one random game uh, later on. He is. Yeah, he's playing like a like a charity game for uh, for North Dakota. They play like one game for the whole season. And it's like like right before the draft. Um, it is a dumb thing. But, to do, he but he's doing it. He won't be playing a hundred. He won't be playing at a hundred percent though. So that's the. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I will say this. Watching Trey Lance's film and what he did last season, and I know it's white people are going to be like, oh, it's North Dakota. North Dakota State would give a lot of uh, FBS teams a run for their money. They would give a lot of teams a run for their money. They're really good. Uh, Trey Lance is, is insane. <laughs> like, for uh, what he like what he did in his first year as a starter, I like it was Trevor Lawrence-esque. And I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get to see to get to see him play this season. I think he's yeah, so going for his money. So you don't think his draft stock is just going to be knocked because he hasn't played football no, in the year? No, I don't think so. I don't think that uh, this is a very weird year, and I think that a lot of scouts are going to have to rely on last year's film in order to evaluate prospects. Because like even look at a guy like Jamar Jamar Chase isn't playing, Michael Parsons isn't playing. Um, What's his name from Oregon? I keep forgetting his name. Penny Sawale, uh, the lineman. He's not yeah. playing, so it's like a lot of these guys aren't playing. So I mean, they're gonna have to but, rely on that last year's film, which a lot of guys. But the difference. So, but the difference, like you say, that that um Trey Lance, where he plays compared to where they play, they play Division One football. So hey, listen, uh, listen, Carson Wentz played for the exact same team that. As much as I don't yeah. like Carson Wentz, I mean, he was an MVP candidate. So I mean, you can't really knock. There's a lot of great North Dakota State players playing in the NFL. There, there's a lot of them. So, I mean, I'm not going to say... I know Joe Flacco played for Division Two as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I personally don't think it matters uh, in no. the NFL as much as it does, like, the NBA. I don't think it matters too much either. It's just that more the fact that he's a year, year removed and he hasn't played at a top level. Yeah. I think that's what adds to it. That's why I was wondering, is he going to fall because of that? I don't think he's going like top ten. If that's what you're asking, yeah, yeah, that's because I, I, I mean, before before he opted out, he was a top ten projected pick. Yeah, there was if there was three quarterbacks taken. Yeah, I think that um, I think that a lot of NFL teams this year are probably going to be looking at themselves and just being like, listen, maybe taking like a shitload of quarterbacks in the top ten is not smart because I mean, look at the Baker Mayfield draft, <laughs> you know. Drafting all of Mayfield, Darnold, Rosen. Uh, Rosen was drafted Rosen. Tenth, tenth, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, tenth. Yeah, tenth. Where was Allen taken? Allen was taken eighth, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, he was taken before Rosen. Yeah, so yeah. you got four quarterbacks drafted in the top ten. I don't think that's a smart. And, one, and one of them so far it looks like looks like he's good. Mayfield is still wait and see. Rosen and Darnold look like they're buzz. Mayfield to me is great if he doesn't throw more than twenty five passes a game. For me, and but for a number one pick, I think you expect more than that. He shouldn't have been drafted number one. Lamar should have been. He shouldn't have been. We, ne- we no, never. No one ever expect. No one ever. One of he was projected to be number one. I was shocked when the Browns took him number one. Yeah, I mean, Darnold was supposed to go number one that draft, right? Yeah, yeah. I know it's such a bad take now, but I said they should have took Darnold. <laughs> it's such a bad take now. Yeah, it's a tough take. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they should have took Lamar Jackson. That's who they should have took. Granted, I will say this. I think. Darnold, if he was in a different situation, I think we would have gotten a completely different career than what we're getting now. Because these Browns the wouldn't have helped. Listen, the Browns and the Jets are literally the worst organizations in the NFL. Yeah. So I mean, 
players going to them and not panning out, I really can't blame the player. I can only blame the organization. organization Johnny Manziel? Johnny Manziel was trash. <laughs> Johnny I was gonna say like that that that's the exception. You can blame Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Johnny Manziel was doing coke, so I mean, I guess we can blame it on that, right? Um, but yeah, I can't I can't blame it on them. But Trey Lance, as far as Trey Lance is concerned, I think Trey Lance is a hit. I don't think he'll go in the top ten because I think that this is a weird draft, and I don't know that teams are really going to want to take that chance. But he's a first rounder, no question to me. He's a no question. Oh yeah, he, he's going to be a first rounder. Yeah. I said he was probably he could probably be late first round at worst. Yeah, I would say um, honestly, if Cam doesn't stay, which you don't think he will, I mean, nah, he will be in if that Patriots be, range, and I think that if he plays really well, he's not going to because Belichick is not going to pay the contract he would want. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I mean, I like him. I like him going in that range or. Maybe even to the Colts to replace Philip Rivers whenever he decides to retire in the next forty-five years or whatever. <laughs> but I would say that range, like probably like that that eighteen to twenty-five range, I would say he's probably going to be taken more than likely. Yeah, definitely. Patriots would need a quarterback because Jared Stidham didn't look too good. Jared Stidham is the best quarterback. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll take him. Yeah, yeah. All right, you'll take him. I'll take we'll him. trade trade. Trade a first round pick then. I'll, no, I'll trade you Carson Wentz straight up. <laughs> I'll take Carson Wentz over Jarrett. You see how bad Jarrett Stidham was? He already had two interceptions. Carson Wentz had two interceptions. True. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Carson, but... Carson Wentz is. Uh, listen, man, I, I am. I am. Uh, I think we talked about this last night. I think I'm full on out with Carson Wentz. Even though we won, yeah, I don't yeah. beat the Niners. <laughs> I'm full on out. I'm, I'm done. I, don't, I can't do it. I mean. The the Niners are like the Niners have like half their team on an injured list. Yeah, we so. barely beat them. We <laughs> barely beat them, and it's like Nick Mullins is their starting quarterback, and they're like switching off between him and a guy I've never even heard of. So oh CJ CJ Beathard, you don't remember the crash test dummy? <laughs> that sounds horrible. That's what, so no, I don't. Remember. No, that's what no, that's what he was when Jimmy Garoppolo just got traded to the 49ers, They. They benched Garoppolo because they didn't trust that offensive line. So they really put a rookie CJ Beathard out there to get beaten up all the time. And he was still playing and fighting. So we called him the hu- like they called him the human crash test dummy. Because oh, that's, so that's what he was for the 49ers. That's so depressing. But yeah. You know what's crazy? <laughs> he played better than Carson. Like I'm not even um, joking. Like he yeah, played I mean, better than Carson could, You can say both of them did. Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard. I wouldn't go as far as Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins was pretty bad. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you can make an argument, but yeah, I, I'm honestly at least Nick Mullins last last week was better than CJ than uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm having a real tough time with the Eagles of like because I usually when we're really bad, like I know this Eagles team is bad, and I don't think we're gonna make the playoffs. I think that more than likely Dallas is gonna win the division. That's what it's looking like. Um, granted, nobody knows this division is literally ass cheeks. It's so bad, but um. Yeah, I always look forward to like where we're going to be in the draft. And the more I'm looking at it, it's like I want to give Jalen Hurts a try at quarterback before I start making this decision. Doug Peterson is not going to let that happen. Man, he's so ass. He seems very, he seems very stubborn in having Carson Wentz as a starter, no matter by hook or by crook, no matter what. He's just not the same. I don't know if it, it's. I think it's that offensive coordinator. Honestly, our offensive coordinator must have been working like some 
Jabba juice or something because the Eagles lost it, and it's yeah ever yeah yeah ever since Frank Reich left left to Indianapolis Colts, uh, not even just Nick Foles, but Carson Wentz hasn't been the same since. Yeah, yeah, it's um it's a tough scene in Philly, man. It's a tough scene. First win coming against the 49ers, and we barely won. It's like and number one in the division at one two and one. Are we number one in the division? Oh my god, we are. Yes. Yes, who's number two? Washington. Yes, at one and three. What a horrible division. Oh yeah, Cowboys one and three, Washington two and three, <laughs> and the Giants are zero and four. Yeah, we have. Yeah, this is like. I mean, it, it's crazy. Giants can very well go zero and six. You want to know what's crazy? Here, here's what's crazy. The this division is worse than it was last year. <laughs> oh, that's not crazy. I see. That's insane. That's insane. Last year was historically bad, and we're going to be even more historically bad. I'll, with the exception of Dak Prescott, who is the next best quarterback in this division? I really don't know. I, I mean, no, it, it's got Dwayne Haskins, no, Carson Wentz, <laughs> Daniel Jones. No, Daniel also um, yeah, I mean, who is worse between Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins? Daniel Jones for me. Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones, Daniel is, Jones is absolutely. Daniel Jones is absolutely horrible. I'm sorry. I was not sold on the Kool-Aid last year when he had two good games. <laughs> the Kool-Aid. Um, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I love me some Dwayne Haskins, but that Browns game, he was fucking horrible. <laughs> he was so bad. He was so bad in that in, in that game. Um, I would but still the Ravens game, he did better. He was 32 of 45 for 314 yards. He did better. No touchdowns, but that's, he did better. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'd probably say Daniel Jones, probably just because I'm a I'm a I'm a Dwayne Haskins fan. I still think he can be good, oddly enough. But yeah, Daniel Jones, I, I didn't believe the sauce either. Like for the that four game stretch where he was like, okay, and he's like, he's the next coming of Eli Manning. I'm like, why are you excited about that? <laughs> next, <laughs> next come second coming of Eli Manning to me does not get me excited. Yeah, that, yeah, two time Super Bowl champion, but you should be thinking that roster more than anything. Yeah, uh, when you have Jason Pierre-Paul, Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck, I mean... And Tiki Barber was okay. Tiki Barber, oh, well, like, Tiki Barber kind of retired right before then. That's true. Right before they went to the Super Bowl, but yeah. Yeah, but you should still thank him because, you know, after after he left, they got great. <laughs> they did. Yeah. I, I know this is a random talk, thought about it, but I remember when he retired, then talked shit about the Giants, like on Fox or something, like Lily got a job right right after he retired as a broad as an analyst and he started talking shit about the Giants. Then Eli talked shit back in that same year they won the Super Bowl. That is crazy. <laughs> that is insane. Against my team, but hey, it's just saying it. Yeah, that happens, but uh you know what? But yeah, let's switch the topic. I don't like talking about the Giants. I really hate <laughs> the Giants. <laughs> All right, that's yeah, that's fine. Let, we'll talk about the Patriots from now on. How about that? Hey, uh, I don't even want to talk about the Patriots either. <laughs> they they blew a stinker to the Kansas City Chiefs, even though no one was going to happen. Camp got tough. COVID. Yeah, that sucks that you guys lost that. Yeah. Yeah. No, what? Let's talk. Let's talk about the 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 COVID happenings in the NFL. Speaking of the Patriots and Cam Newton, let's talk about the COVID happenings. Do you still think this season is not going to finish? Listen, man, our president got it. <laughs> so, yes, I I know I lost money because of our president got it. 
Um, in the stock market. Yeah, that's tough. Um, dude, I don't know. I really don't because as crazy as times are, the 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 greed of these companies is just so crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so money hungry, and you can feel it, which is very weird because it's like. If anybody, like, I guarantee you, if LeBron James got COVID, they would just be like, yeah, it's, it's over. <laughs> Everything is closed. Like, yeah, you, even if it's during the finals, <laughs> no more finals. Everything is no done. No more finals. Yeah. Even if he would have got it, like, the first week of the bubble, they would have just been like, yeah, it's done. Like, shut down. But, like, let me put, do, like, do you think if Patrick Mahomes got COVID that they would shut down the NFL? I don't think they would, even though, like, he's obviously the biggest uh... superstar. I'm kind of thinking they'll be very close to. <laughs> I don't think so. If, I, if I, Mahomes I, or Brady, I especially think we, if Brady gets COVID, I think that they're just like fuck it. But they actually, I could pull up the article because I actually didn't read it myself. But I know it's going to take a quarterback, a starting quarterback, to get COVID for them to kind of do an audible on things. So they kind of changed their COVID protocol. I mean, Cam so got let me it. see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it had to take a starting quarterback for them to react on it, and now they're reacting on it because they changed their COVID protocols now. So what? Because is Cam got now? it. So I'm gonna pull up the article because I actually didn't read it myself. So uh, I'm gonna read it live. Shouts out to the Athletic because I got a subscription. It says. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announced Monday that several changes have been made to the league's COVID-19 protocols, according to the memo obtained by The Athletic. The changes include the use of video systems league-wide to ensure compliance with protocols and monitor the use of PPE inside facilities. In addition, the new rules limit the number of tryouts allowed per week and ban players from gathering away from the facility. The plan also discusses additional steps that teams can take to minimize risk, such as holding meetings virtually, wearing masks or shields during practice, decreasing the size of traveling groups, reducing the time spent in locker rooms. Goodell announced in the memo that these changes were agreed upon with the NFLPA and, quote, designed further, further to limit the chances of the virus spreading within a club, within a club unquote. This change in protocol comes in the wake of an increase in the number of positive COVID-19 test results across the league, including 10 players on the Tennessee Titans in addition to multiple per- personnel members. And also camp, which I feel like made them react. Yeah, first of all, like 70% of the things that you just said that they're changing now should have been a thing beforehand. <laughs> yeah, you know the NFL. They're always That's, late. Yeah, like... Like, they should, like, the video monitoring, like, that should have been a thing beforehand. Um, Why wasn't it? Yeah. Doesn't the NBA have it with their bubble? The gathering outside of the facilities is like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, the, the face masks during practice, well, if they're actually practicing, I don't think that, uh, I think that they should be tested before they get on the field, because there are tests that they can do before they actually get on the field uh, yep. to see about the antibody. So I don't think they really, that's really necessary, but... If they're like in meetings and they don't have masks or face shields on, that's like, dude, what are you, what, like, y'all weren't even prepared for this. You weren't even prepared for like the league to start. This is why the coaches are not even taking it seriously. That's why you see some coaches, at least before they started fighting, them with their mask off. Cause like, hey, they had their mask off in practice, they had their mask off in the film session. 
the only reason they're getting fined is because they're catching it on TV and the NFL doesn't want to get in trouble by the CDC. Yeah. But now they have to crack down on it because now their personnel members and players are getting COVID. I mean, at least Andy Reid is wearing a face shield. <laughs> Isn't he like the only coach doing pretty that much, too? Yeah, pretty much. It's like him it's like, and, what? Uh, him and, uh, I know Doug Peterson wears his mask too, but like even then, I'm pretty sure his mask is like uh, like under his nose. <laughs> but look, if they had problems talking, why can't they just wear? Why can't all the coaches wear face shields instead? If they really feel like they have to pull the mask off so they could speak into their to their headsets, like just wear a face shield there. Probably because the NFL is stupid. The coaches, the coaches should just like you know what. Let me just wear a face. I'm just saying to the coaches, like coaches instead shit. of just, if you don't, <laughs> I guess so. Because if if you don't want to get fined for not putting your mask on, but you want to speak in your headset and you have problems speaking your headset with that mask, just wear a face shield. Then Andy Reid got it got it right. Why can't y'all get it right? Uh, listen, Andy Reid is the the gold standard of the NFL and should have not been that gold by the Eagles. But that's another point for another day. Um, yeah. Uh, listen, listen, man. The NFL is a shit show. What's new, right? <laughs> what's new? What's new about the NFL? I mean, Roger Goodell sucks. Uh, there's no black owners. Um, still can't kneel for the national anthem. Uh, but the there's Falcons one minority owner. I mean, yeah, it sucks. You said there's a there's one minority. Oh, Khan? one minority owner. It goes back to Tony Khan again. We mentioned Tony yeah, Khan's great. name Our, again. The only minority leader is for Jacksonville. Awesome. Yeah, great. <laughs> that's just phenomenal. Yeah, I'm glad that's that's there. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that Jaguars are losing to the Bengals. Yeah, they're they're super. I'm really happy that our minority leader is playing for them. So yeah, yeah, it's a shit show. Um, do I think the NFL is going to shut down? Um, no, I, I'm going to change my answer. Too much money. Too much money. Everything that I've seen has shown that they don't care. I think that literally 50% of the NFL players could get COVID and they don't or probably wouldn't give a shit. They would just be like, all right, get those bench players out there. We need to make this bank. I've, honestly, if it really is 50%, then they will have to shut down. CDC is going to step in. Man, CDC, uh, listen, here's a here's a couple hundred million dollars. Just back off for a second. <laughs> just let us do our thing, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's work for the president. That's true. Uh, that's very true. And... Yeah, let's not talk about that because yeah, that, that, that whole circus is another shit show for another day. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah. Um, also forgot to mention this. Another reason why they're not going to shut down. Uh, they're letting. They're still going to let fans come in, but a lot of teams are still going to let fans come in because those plans have not been removed because that's supposed to happen. In the not at all. So yeah. Oh yeah, and we also didn't mention that AJ Terrell of the Atlanta Falcons got COVID, uh, and oh, that's Falcons still want to. Sorry, uh, that was really well. Me. I felt like they, I felt they would have blown more leads if he was on the field because he. I don't know if you've seen him in the national championship game, but yeah, um, that's true. yeah, fair point. But uh, yeah, and the Falcons are still opening up, opening up their stadiums, and Dude, man. even though one of their players got COVID, and their in their facilities had to get tested, I do not feel comfortable coming in there, so I am not doing it. Not at all. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't even know what I can say at this point, man. I really don't. Yeah, this just—it's so bad, and honestly, it just hurts my heart. It hurts my heart that this this organization doesn't care about their fans. It sucks. Yeah. Oh well. You can't wait for this game in London. 
Well, speaking of not caring, uh, speaking of the Falcons not caring about their fans, they're losing twenty-seven to sixteen as we speak against the Green Bay Packers right now. Hey, that's not but bad. they're coming back. Yeah, they're coming back because they only had three points earlier. It was three twenty. So maybe are they doing a reversal instead of having a huge lead and blowing it? Are there are they being down and are they coming back and winning? Are they gonna are they gonna play the other side now? Um, are they gonna be the team that Aaron Rodgers back? Have? That's a real question. If it, oh, I don't know, but I know they have. He has the ball right now, and it's twenty-seven sixteen. Oh, yeah, so I don't no, like their ours. Yeah, no, it's over. Fourth quarter, <laughs> yeah. Rodgers. Yeah, I'm sorry, Falcons fans have fun going zero and four. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Oh, he has four touchdowns. Yeah, it's done for. Yeah, he's twenty. Oh no, he's twenty-three <laughs> for twenty-eight, two hundred ninety-two yards, four no, touchdowns, no that, interceptions. Yeah, it's over for the Falcons. That Falcons secondary is absolutely terrible. They're, they're so bad, and they drafted a corner. <laughs> um. What was his name? I don't even remember his name. He was like the yeah, backup. A- yeah, AJ, the, the guy got COVID, AJ Terrell. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's who they drafted? I thought he played in the championship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Clemson. Yeah, he got toast. He got burnt. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. FDD. <laughs> yep, sucks to suck. Man, they're bad. God, they're bad. Jesus. But granted, it's Aaron Rodgers, so I really can't say anything. Look who's their top receiver. This is playing named Robert Toyen, like for the Green Bay Packers. I don't even know who he is. Um, a t- oh, tight end, tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Like that's their top receiver right now. I have no idea who that is. And Jamal Williams is their second leading receiver. Yeah, is it Jamal Williams? Uh, Jamal Williams. Um, your ba- the backup running back BYU. for the Green Bay Packers. I think he played for oh, BYU. He from BYU. I think he played for BYU. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Play for BYU. Yeah, he was uh, he was a beast at BYU. Um. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Adam Lazard and uh, what's his name is out too, right? Because yeah, El, uh, El Lazard and Devontae yeah, Adams. Devontae Adams. Yeah. And for the and the, for the Falcons receiving, if I would have told you Alameda Zacchaeus would be their top receiver, would you believe me? I, that sounds like a fake name. <laughs> that sounds like you just lied to me nope. right now. <laughs> No, no, that's their that's the top receiver. He he's normally the return man, but that's their top receiver right now. Alameda Zacchaeus. He's Nigerian too. Alive, that's right? how, that's how I know how to pronounce that name. Julio Jones is still uh, alive, right? Yeah, but yeah, but he's he just came back from injury last week, so I assume he's banged up. I'm kind of sad for Julio because I feel like his career is going down like Calvin Johnson. How just such a physically gifted receiver, but because he's just so much more physically gifted than everybody else, he just keeps getting hit a lot, yeah. but like below the waist as well. So it was like, as he's getting older, he's not, he's not the same player anymore just because his body's just so banged up. Yeah. I feel bad for Julio because yeah, Julio should be a Super Bowl champion, which is just so sad. And he's, he's easily one of the, um, I would say five best receiver in the last 20 years, wouldn't you say? Probably. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty safe to say that. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, I, I agree. I do feel bad for him. And it, yeah, it kind of sucks that he's going to have to finish his career in Atlanta, which is just yeah. the most his, his career, His career has been wasted. Honestly, I hope he, <laughs> I'm about to say, I hope he goes to the States and win a championship there, but that'll be an ultimate heel move. But I just hope he just goes somewhere else just to win a championship. And also, why the Saints? His been I, why, would they, why would he go to the Saints so Drew Brees can reach the ball? No, I was just saying it's just so funny because the Saints and the Falcons have such a blood rivalry. So, like, yeah, I'm like, I, I say, I just hope he goes to the Saints and win a championship there, but that'll be such a heel move. I, I hope he goes to the this, Saints so uh, Drew Brees can underthrow him every single game. That'd be great to see. 
That's that's well, it's better being overthrow by Matt Ryan because Matt Touché. Ryan's running for his life. Touché. But uh, speaking of that, why we don't mention the Falcons is having one of the worst offense? Well, if the offense line is not that yeah, it's bad, not that bad. It's, 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 it's not good, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty like it's it's top twenty to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like twentieth. <laughs> also, to be fair, it's like the twentieth. That's all. It's not that good. But Matt Ryan is also like not. Not playing like Matt Ryan. Oh no 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 no! Matt Ryan has been playing like Matt Ryan. He's been playing. If been this playing team like was winning, he yeah. If this if this team was winning, could be playing. He's a he'll be an MVP candidate. If this team was winning, but just because the defense is so absolutely horrible, um, he still gets the blame because he's done all he could. Like he's that game. Like the game against uh the Cowboys, he had like four touchdowns, like four hundred yards, I believe. But they still lost. And that's just because of the defense. It's not because of Matt Ryan at all. He was, but still the Falcons fans hate Matt Ryan. He sucked. Uh during um whatchamacallit. Actually, no, he was bad in that Cowboys game. I, he was bad. I, sure I, he was good. I think you were thinking of the Seahawks game. Well, no, Seahawks, he was definitely good. Let, let's see the game. Yeah, he was, I can tell you this for sure. He was ass during versus Chicago. He was not good. No, no, no. Cowboys game, he had four touchdowns and no interceptions, 126.3 pass rating. For the Cowboys? Yeah, Bears, Bears, yeah, yeah. Bears, he was so-so. He was he was decent until he threw that bad interception at the end of the game. So he kind of contributed to the Bears coming back. Yeah, he was bad for that Bears game. I can't excuse it. Sorry. Yeah, but Cowboys, Cowboys, he was really good. Cowboys, he did all he could. But either way, still, Matt Ryan's a franchise quarterback that doesn't get his respect because, look, fans are mad he's not Drew Brees or elite as Brady was or elite as Mahomes. Well, he's that not he, that quarterback. He, well, he was for a while. I mean, he was an NFL MVP no, for he, a reason. He was really he, good. He, yeah, he was because he had the perfect system for him as well. Yeah, but I mean, he does have talent. And he was a, I mean, that's not. If for some re- no, he no. I'm saying he's very talented. Yeah, but I say he's like the Dak Prescott level type quarterback, like above average. Not a superstar, could be a Pro Bowl like every other year. I say he's that t- caliber of quarterback, but not many quarterbacks are Russell Wilson or or. Or prime Brady or Breeze level. Not many quarterbacks are. That's like five percent of the NFL. So he he's still in the upper echelon of quarterbacks, but Falcons fans don't respect that. Yeah, I mean I mean, obviously you can't be Russell Wilson level or uh, you know, Mahomes level, but I mean he was still like um he was I mean for a while there he was top five. Would you say? That's I say he had a good two years where you could argue was top five. Like even the MVP year, it was mostly because of of Kyle Shanahan's offense and the fact that he's had so much talent around him. And that offensive line was as best as it's ever been. But a lot of quarterbacks need that support so they could have an MVP caliber season. If you give Dak Prescott that support, he might have an MVP caliber season. That's true. I mean, some could argue he's probably kind of having that right now. Just the team sucks, but yeah, probably. Um, I mean, not many quarterbacks can do a lot with nothing. Like, there's only very few quarterbacks who can. 
a lot of quarterbacks are Matt Ryan, but Falcons fans don't respect that. One, because he's not Michael Vick and he doesn't look like Michael Vick. So a lot of the, I'm just being real, a lot of the black fans just hate Matt, Matt Ryan because he's a white quarterback that can't run. They they just see him as everything Vick is. They want their Michael Vick back. Yeah, when they should be like pointing their, um, you know, their blame at that secondary. The secondary is just atrocious. Really? Really? It's really, really, really bad. But yeah, I agree. I, 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 yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'll, I'll concede. I'll concede here, I guess. But yeah, my, my, uh, Matt Ryan is still, I, I don't think I can give him. He's been good this year. I really don't think I can give him that. I'm sorry, unfortunately. Uh, so, you just made, so you're just so you basically a Falcons fan. Just hey, watch Basically it. overriding gets good it, work. Watch it, watch it. I am no Falcons fan. Uh, he has not been that great this season. I'm not saying he's trash or he should be replaced. But he hasn't been. He hasn't been good. I can't get it to him. I'm sorry. We must have been watching different games, but that Chicago game just really just put a bad taste in my mouth for Matt Ryan. I it put a bad taste in my mouth for the whole team. <laughs> but you know what else put a bad taste in my mouth? I'll transition. <laughs> um, my prediction that I had last week with the Miami Heat saying that they would win in six. Yeah, that was a tough. I changed. I changed. Well, you said that too. I said so. seven. I said seven. Well, yeah, granted, you did say yeah. You said seven. You said seven. Yeah. So I changed my prediction. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, first of all, I put some Lakers in six. Yeah. You can't change your prediction. No, that's not how this works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice try though. So that was slick. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, granted, I will say the series would be completely different if Bam wasn't injured and if Dragic wasn't out for the whole series. Wouldn't you agree? Easily. That's why I changed my prediction because now I can't. I can't have the Heat winning now. I mean, you can. Is it? You can. Is it? Is it a gambling when certain players get hurt? It doesn't it make your bet null and void. No, <laughs> no. I, I, I thought that's what happens in some no, like in some lo- sports no, betting. I am losing money right now because yeah, no, I'm one hundred percent. It what? <laughs> I bet that the Heat were going to win in seven, and I also put money like, on like, the, I, and I also put money like, on a lot of lines, like on a. Oh, okay. So you're into sports betting, yeah? Because yeah, I don't know, but I thought that's what happens. No. If a certain player gets hurt, then no. it makes that bet no avoid. Maybe in DraftKings, but not for like my bookie. <laughs> Shout out to my bookie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm a I'm a huge into sports betting, um, and unfortunately, yeah, that's not how it works. It doesn't go null and void. Uh, you do not get your money back. You have to consider that injuries will take place if you place bets like that. They don't just be like, oh, yeah, all these guys bet for the Heat to win. Let's refund all this money. That makes no sense. You know what I mean? So are you like a high stakes better or are you just like a guy that's not risking that much money? Um, so if you lose it, you just lose it. As a guy who was legitimately broke a year ago, is not putting that much money into it. But now that I actually have money to spend, I would say that I'm not like a high stakes better. But I, uh, I would say that I am a high stakes better for my uh, paycheck, if that makes sense. That sounds a lot like me in the stock market right now. So I, I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just say um, I didn't put like thousands of dollars on it, but yeah, hundreds of dollars are definitely going to be flying out of my bank account. Okay, so that definitely doesn't sound a lot like me in the stock market because I definitely put thousands. No, okay. <laughs> but let's switch the topic. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's. I will say I I think that the Heat still kind of have a chance. I don't think they're going to win, but man, if Jimmy can play like he did in game three i don't think he can but if he can't if he could if he does i mean they have a chance they have a chance if he will continue to chat shit to lebron 
because I actually think that that gets in his head a little bit. If you chest shit to LeBron, I think AD is obviously going to have a bounce back game. I don't think that is ever going to happen again in this finals. But, I mean, what it's going to take is for Jimmy to go out there and score 35 points and for Tyler Hero to be much better than he has been. And for Duncan Robinson to fucking do something. Because I don't know what happened to Duncan Robinson, but he's fucking AWOL. He is AWOL right now. You know what happens to Duncan Robinson? Found out he was white. What, it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, actually, the off, the opposing team found out he was white. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, hey, it's a white boy. It's a white boy. Come on. Come on. Let's let's what. But whoever, like whoever Duncan Robinson is guarding, they'll give the ball to to whichever player. We don't care who it is. It could be LeBron, AD, it could be Markeith Morris. Yeah, that's true. ISO. Yeah, they're literally, ISO. They're literally they, just like, hey, he's a white guy. He's not driving. He's shooting the three. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. And and when Duncan Robinson's on the offensive end, they don't even care if he drives. They just every time, like they they'll just literally just cover the three point line. And it's just like, wait, I can't shoot the three. What else can I possibly do? So sometimes they'll try to take a contested three. That doesn't always work. And then the one rare signing, I actually see him put the ball on the floor and drive. I didn't know he could actually dribble. I've never seen him dribble before. He put the ball on the floor and drove to the basket. Well, remember when I said this? I remember that. I mean, I said that Duncan Robinson is a lot better. He's not just a shooter. He does a lot of things for Miami. I, I have said that for a while. Um, he can't put the ball on the floor. He doesn't really drive. He's more of a driving kick guy. He really doesn't yeah. usually go all the way to the rim, usually. Um, but, yeah. It, it, Lakers made sure he did. Yeah, Lakers. <laughs> they were like, you ain't, you, you ain't coming back out there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's very true, actually. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the weird part about this whole, especially game three, that's very interesting, is that the second leading scorers for that team were Markeith Morris and Kyle Kuzma. I think that's probably the Mark weirdest Keith, thing ever. Markeith Morris and Kyle Kuzma were lights out from three. Lights out. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know Kyle Kuzma even missed that game. Like, it didn't seem like he missed. It sure didn't. It sure did I, I really believe he didn't miss. I think it was, like, four for four or something. I don't think he missed. He might have been. Um, it's just interesting to see because – uh, Kyle has been relatively ass, like I said he was going to be this entire finals. And uh, Markeith is Markeith. He usually is just like a six points per game guy, but to see them both get 19 is just weird. Why are you so low on Markeith? Markeith was a starter not too long ago. He was a 16-a-game scorer this is a, before. This is a championship team. That's Markeith Morris. As a bench player, he could give you 10 points off the bench. Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris is not that much worse than his than his twin. He is, Trust he me. is worse than Marcus. He's worse, but not that much worse as you think he is. Eh, he's pretty worse. He's, he's a lot worse. He's a lot worse. I don't know. He's a lot worse. He's You're not as good a... defensively, and he's not nearly as good offensively, in my opinion. My personal opinion. I, I, think, he's, I think he's way worse, <laughs> personally. Because, honestly, if Marcus was on this team, he'd be starting. Uh, let's see. Probably, yeah, yeah. I, I can see. I can see. Yeah, he'll probably I mean, be starting at the three. Yeah, yeah. Plug he'll him in. Plug three. him in instead of Danny Green. I, I would say he'd definitely be starting. <laughs> Speaking of Danny Green, yes. he's <laughs> he's been building. He's been building a whole brick house, like a brick wall. Like he literally built a whole brick wall. Yeah, which is hilarious <laughs> because was it game two? He was lights out. He was lights out in game two. Like no lie, oh, was it game two, or was it game three, or was it was it not even in the? I mean, I remember Danny it, Green going off for some reason. I don't know why. I don't think it was. Maybe it was game one. I, I, yeah, 
I forgot what Danny Green made his last three, honestly. Like, me I too, forgot. Me too. Yeah, this is what this is. Maybe I'm reminiscing of the 2014 finals, to be honest with you. I think you are. Probably, yeah. They're Should have got his cousin Gerald Green instead, I guess. Oh, sure, man. Shout out to Gerald Green. <laughs> Just slam dunk champion. I miss that guy. Um, but yeah. The, yeah. It, it, I still feel the same way. Because... I don't think the Lakers can be as good as they've been on a consistent basis. And I think game three kind of showed that they're very, they're just the most inconsistent team I've ever seen. And I think that they, they're still do a worse game than they were in game three. Cause in game three, they were still relatively okay. Anthony Davis was a no show, but the bench stepped up, which is weird. Wouldn't you agree? Or would you yeah, agree? but no, I, I, I will. I don't agree with you that the Lakers are taking so much effort to win, or at least I think that's the point that you made. Mm-hmm. But um, look, like you said, Anthony Davis is a no show. How many are? How many times are we going to see Anthony Davis no show again? Probably rarely, right? I don't think we're going to see it for the rest of the finals. How many times are we going to see Jimmy Butler have a forty point triple double again? Probably never again. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I say Lakers are still winning this series because Tr- Jimmy Butler had to break his absolute best just for the Miami Heat to get this win. And this win, even though it was a convincing win, they still didn't really completely blown him out the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lakers were still there because Kuzma and Barkeith Morris were just hot. And we're going to have much better games from Anthony Davis, especially since, especially if of Bam Adebayo still can't play. He's day-to-day right now. Yeah. But if he still can't play, if he's going to keep seeing Kelly Olynyk, uh, Andre Iguodala, who's too small, and Myers Leonard, um, Anthony Davis is going to have more good days. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I just think that... Um, I think Bam will be back for probably game five, more than likely. Um, Thankfully, it's Friday. Yeah, uh... I, I think he'll be back for that. And obviously, Drogic is out, and that was a huge blow. That's that's probably um, that was probably like the cement, uh, like solidifying over the the Heat's uh, the Heat's new um, star on the Hollywood Boulevard. But um, I agree. Yeah, it's it. I, I don't know. I I just feel like this Lakers team is just do a ninety point game. You know, I, I think they're just do a really bad game where just LeBron and AD are trying to carry the team, and the rest of the bench sucks. Because we've seen it too many times during the bubble, where I don't know, LeBron seemed pretty angry to me. I don't, I think the the team will be way too scared to have a bad game. They can be scared all they want, but the team, listen, man, the bench, the bench. I really just don't like this bench. I don't know what it is. I don't know. You know, like Rondo's been playing like almost like Celtics Rondo right now. Playoff Rondo is a real thing. I don't know why it's a real thing, but it's a real thing. But is he, he Robert Horry's himself? All he does, I think, what he does now is just he just paces himself yeah. during games that don't really matter, and then when it comes to the playoffs or at least important playoff games, he'll play like the Rondo we remember him from the Boston Celtics. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Just like I don't like Caruso, Kuzma's ass. I Kuzma's really bad. Um, you like Markeith? I don't. Um, Danny Green. I don't like think Kuzma's said, really that bad. It's just a, he's, he's bad in a for, bad situation. He's, he's in a horrible situation, yeah. which is making him play like ass, and he is ass because he's playing in this situation. He just is. I'm sorry. He needs to be on a team where he could create his own shot. If he's not doing that, then he's pretty bad. Yeah, and then obviously, uh, 
Um, Danny Green, like you said, I don't know what's the last three he's made in this playoffs. KCP is KCP. <laughs> I mean, he's the most inconsistent player ever. Well, that's Danny Green, but he's the second most inconsistent player no, no, ever. I mean, him and Danny Green are literally the exact same player. They're the same person. <laughs> Honestly, like they're both just spot up shooting three guys who are either going to give you 15 points a game or nothing. One got cornrows, one got a flat top. One's light skinned, one's darker. That's the only yeah, difference. Yeah, one ruined Detroit's career. One won a championship with San Antonio. Yeah, that's the same person. But um, yeah, and then you know Dwight is Dwight. You know he's a cancer, <laughs> and I'm really upset that he's about to win a title. To be honest with you, are we surprised that Javale McGee's like really got no play time? Is, is he is injured? He hurt? Yeah, I don't. Even <laughs> yeah, know. I, was thinking that. I, I know. Thinking he, I know he was hurt last series, but I think he's better now. Or no, nah, he has to be hurt because right? honestly, Javale McGee was starting ahead of Dwight Howard. He was, season. yeah, yeah. Um, he has to be hurt. He has to be because he's long. He's longer than Dwight Howard. He's a legit seven footer. He's a shot. He's honestly well, better than Dwight Howard. To be honest with you, he's just better defensively yeah defensively and and for the team just chemistry wise he's just better like it's it's obvious when he's on the floor the team just plays better than when Dwight's on there he has to be no what let's google he has to be hurt he has to be there's no way if he's not hurt I'm gonna be really sad because that means that Dwight Howard is getting legit minutes (laughs) well are they scared to have him against Kelly Olenek because Kelly Olenek is a is essentially a a perimeter big man yeah because Kelly Olenek has been sniping at Dwight's eyeballs yeah, I mean, Dwight Howard's no better at that. So, like, what? Is he hurt? Is he still hurt? He's hurt. See, JaVale McGee injury. Um, Let's go with the past week. Let's see. JaVale McGee has not played in the NBA Finals, but his importance and commitment to remain unchanged. Short at center, all 68 regular season games. He has still make he has still has to make his presence registered by stepping on the floor. Like, does it say why? Is he just they just don't want to play him anymore? Let's just assume he's injured. Yeah, let's just assume. They, just, they said he's not hurt. I don't he's think he's hurt. That's only he's not that's hurt. That's the only thing that's gonna make sense for me. That's the only thing that makes sense. So what did uh did uh did Marquise did Frank stop? Vogel did Frank probably I was about to say did Frank Vogel Timothy Moskov him as in he'll be the starting center for like pretty much a whole season until the finals and then he just won't play. He was so important, like in <laughs> in round two, he was so important. I don't understand why he just stopped playing. I mean, I, no, started, I understand. He started in the Denver series, didn't he? He did. Yeah, so it's like, where is he? Then he got hurt. Yeah, I, I think. But he then he's hurt. back. He's got to be hurt. He's got to be still hurt. Hammy injury. I'm making it up. I'm making it up. But Woj, tweet it. Tweet it. Please make it real. <laughs> yeah. Um, out of curiosity, because uh, I, I don't know how I feel about Dwight Howard um, legacy-wise. I still don't. Um, I really don't like Dwight Howard. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, he's he's a Hall of Famer, but... Not first ballot, but he's a Hall of Famer. Like, because for a while there, it seemed like... Obviously, the league moved away from him, which is obviously, like... Yeah, but, really his fault, he, but he moved away from the league before the league moved away from him. He was already past his prime before that. Yeah, I feel like if he was still Magic Dwight Howard... 
it doesn't even matter if the league moved away from him. His game was just so transcendent that it wouldn't even matter. Like, because he was he was as quick as a guard in this prime, so it wouldn't even matter. I think he would be even more valuable in today's NBA if he was prime Dwight Howard because um, low usage defensive big. Well, he wasn't really low usage, but he wasn't really a great offensive player. But defensive big men are such a premium, and he was the ultimate defensive big man. You would just have to tell him to not. To, to do less in the offensive end, but he was such a good defensive big man. But the problem is, is that um, when it comes to this league, is that we uh, the league loves uh, players like him, but kind of like Rudy Gobert. Like, if you can't shoot free throws, you're kind of just like a reason why the team's not going to make the finals unless you have a, an elite player at that position. You know what I mean? Because he would be making big bucks if he was primed to White Howard. Honestly, I felt like that Magic team that went to the finals that year it was, it against was the... It was perfectly built for Dwight. That's how I feel. It, wa- it was. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Who did they lose to, get, lose to? Did they lose to the Lakers? Lakers? They didn't lose to the Lakers. Yeah, the it Lakers. was the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. It was the Lakers. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that, that Orlando Magic team would actually be better today. Why? Because they were so three-point oriented. And yeah. Stan Van Gundy... Was literally just had surrounded Dwight Howard with nothing but three point shooters. Hito Turgaloo, I feel like, would be a legit twenty a game scorer in today's NBA. This game would be perfect for a guy like him. He was well twenty five a game. He'll probably be a twenty five a game scorer. Who knows? Because this guy was like, he was a poor man's Luka Doncic. Honestly, he was a point forward. Yeah, yeah, except way less athletic. (laughs) Way less athletic. That's why. That's why he's a poor man. Yeah, true. And uh, so, uh, honestly, yeah, you yeah, Hedo was a was a beast in his, in his prime. He was something else. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had uh, so yeah, he, Rashard Lewis too. Who was Rashard who, who Lewis? Was Taylor, yep. Who would be Taylor built for today's NBA? A six a six ten, uh, yeah, swing big man who can really play like three different positions. He'd be perfect. Prime Jameer Nelson. Great as this guy. Blue guy. Courtney Lee. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a three and D guy. Like this team, this team would have been much better. This this today's NBA. Michael Mikael Petrus, I think, was a backup. Or was he? Yeah, was he a backup? I, I can't remember if he was on that team. I, be, I believe he. No, he was still. He was on that team. He was the backup. Yeah, was, he was a backup def- defender. I love me some Petrus, man. Petrus was great. He was a three and D guy as well. Yeah, I feel like this team, that team, could have won a championship in today's NBA if they probably didn't have to go against the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, if they didn't go against the Warriors, they would have won the title, no question. <laughs> yeah, if they didn't go against the Warriors, they probably would have won a championship in today's NBA because that team, I felt like, was better suited for today's NBA than it was for the NBA back then because he had a young Dwight Howard who could who who could play a full court. Who could play a full court style because he was as quick as a guard. He'd be the best rebounder. Still was fa- no question. Easily the best rebounder. Turgaloo and Lewis would be even better in today's NBA. Jameer Nelson would probably be even better with the fast with the quicker pace yeah. of today's good NBA. And, yeah, good shooter as well. Mm-hmm. And Courtney Lee would be would be even uh even more of a premium role player because of his three D. Because he was such an efficient three point shooter and he was a very good defender. This team would have been much better today's NBA. Like it would have been. Yeah, it, that team. Yeah, they definitely would have. I don't know, man. I I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like them against the Warriors, man. I think that Rashard Lewis could lock up KD. No question. <laughs> I feel. You know what? Well, pre pre KD Warriors, I feel like they would have a chance because oh, a good shot. Warrior, 
Warriors struggled against OKC because of the because of Cantor and Steven Adams because they couldn't deal with their size. So think if they had a Dwight Howard, who was going to defend Dwight Howard on that team? Draymond Green was too small for Dwight Howard. Yeah. Um, uh, Andrew Bogut, he was going to defend Dwight Howard. Yeah, was too small. Or Zaza Pachulia during that time, he wasn't going to defend Dwight Howard. Yeah, Javale was too small too. Yeah, Javale was too small as well. Well, yeah, well, they're about. Well, Javale would be strong enough to defend Dwight Howard. <sighs> I don't know. Dwight was Dwight was low key like Shaq, and he was like low key unstoppable in that. He game. was Shaq. Yeah, honestly, he was Shaq for a period of time. Yeah, baby Shaq. He was really the Superman two point He just didn't have the personality of soup of Not Shaq. Personality. That's the work ethic. <laughs> yeah, personality and work ethic. That that well, Shaq. Pair according to him and Kobe Bryant, they really have the work ethic either. Yeah, well, at least, but he at also least had Shaq a, won titles. <laughs> Multiple yeah, titles, yeah. Granted, he had Kobe, but still, yeah. I feel like he had Kobe forcing him to work a little bit harder. Probably that, and I don't know. Shaq is just also just incredibly physically gifted, and at his size, I feel like. Also, what we forget to mention with Dwight Howard, who also severely uh, dampened his career, is that back injury he had right before he went to the Lakers. I think that re- what's really messed his career up. I- I don't even think it's the back issues. I just think it's the way that he has um, handled himself ever since that back injury. It's like yeah, because that LA, goes to the work ethic. Yeah, his debacle. He LA did a rehab well. So insane. Like I don't understand. Like that should have been a championship team. I understand uh, that he was injured. Like he had the back injury. Steve Nash was insane, but like that team just should have been better. Um, that Houston team that he was on should have been better. And he Steve Nash, an ultimate check stealer that year. Ultimate he was an ultimate. He was the, I, honestly, when you look up the like the picture of the check stealer, it's Steve Nash. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it, it's Steve Nash li- li- lying on the court and in, in, on the bench, lying, lying, yeah. lying on the floor. Yeah, but it's like you look at every single team that he's been on. It's like he was on the Hawks. He was on. Uh, he was on the Wizards, wasn't he, for a year? Um. I think so. You mean Steve? Oh, oh, we're talking about Dwight, How, Dwight, Howard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like Steve Nash wasn't, but yeah, Dwight Howard, yeah. No, no, no. Steve Nash was just a check seal. Yeah, Steve Nash was. I mean, Dwight Howard was on the Hawks. They couldn't deal with him after one year, so they traded him. I remember going to a Hawks game. It was a game they were losing, and Dwight Howard was just goofing around on the sidelines. I'm like, like y'all are losing. Like, why are you goofing around? But I guess, yeah. Yes, they were tired of his antics too, so they just traded him after that one year. He was part of the Grizzlies, I believe. Grizzlies Miami gave Grizzlies, him away yeah. after one year. I yeah, they couldn't. It was just because it was just his personality. He just never took things seriously, and I guess the team just was tired of it. Yeah, um, yeah. He was too goofy. Yeah, it's just like man, he was on his way to being a top fifty player of all time. Shoot, he was on his way to being the top twenty five. Honestly, like if that's the projection yeah. he was on. And now he was a bona fide best center in the NBA. It was only like one time where where Andrew Bynum also could have what could have been player was contending with no, him. I refute. I, I refute that. I for some reason I heard that in the back of my mind. I'm like, he's gonna say Andrew Bynum. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I refute that. I that what? I never entertained that conversation ever. He was not better. Andrew Bynum no. was not better than Dwight Howard ever. In his I'm not saying he was, but he was like the guy that was coming close. Like he was no, number he two. Was he was a guy that was on his way. Yeah, he was on he his was way, on... but he was not close. He wasn't even close. He wasn't even close. I refute. Offensively, I he was, was the best center in the NBA during that time. Well, no, 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 no. That was the Soul Brothers, yeah. but offensively. <laughs> Yeah, relax. Relax. <laughs> he was one of the best. He was one of the best. Uh, yeah, I call myself there, but he was one of the best centers <laughs> in the NBA that time. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the best. But yeah, like I, I don't know who came up with that. I think it was Skip Bayless, to be honest with you, because he didn't want to give Dwight his credit. But um, yeah, like yeah, Bynum was. You could see it. He was just a child who had all this talent, and he didn't know what to do with it, and he was just so. Annoying. <laughs> no, Bynum was Andrew Bynum was the ultimate what could have been player. So he was he was legit a transcendent talent. Was just a bad person. It was just, it was just yeah. Just it was bad. just a play. He was just a person that just did not want to play basketball. But it was like had the body literally tailor made, like crafted for basketball. Yeah, matter of fact, you want to talk about a check stealer? Andrew Bynum on the on the Seventy Sixers should be like the first <laughs> boy of that. Oh, that trade was check horrible. Stealer, bro. <laughs> With a cap. Who would have thought the Magic was the team to win out that trade? Yeah, crazy, right? Insane. Who would have thought St. John's greatest Mo Harkless turned out to be the most valuable trade player <laughs> out of that trade? <laughs> oh, that was Shots out to St. John's greatest, by the way, Shout Mo out, Harkless. Man. Shout out to Mo Harkless, man. Love that dude. Oh, man. That's funny. That is so true. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. But um, yeah. Actually, actually, since we're on legacy, I guess uh, we can kind of leave it at this. Um, LeBron James obviously about to win his fourth title, third, uh, third one, uh, third championship with three different teams. Or yeah, that makes sense. Um, I've been going back and forth on how I feel about LeBron getting this title, and obviously, it's never been done before in NBA history. I don't, I don't think that matters that much. I think it's cool, but I don't think it matters that much because back in the day, players didn't leave teams like that. Like they are now. They're just like leaving. Like it's like they're getting a new Jolly Rancher flavor or something. Um, where where does – does LeBron sit comfortably at number two for you when he wins this when he wins this title? Does he sit like solid at number two? Or are you still fluid with guys like Kareem, Bill Russell up there? Or, do you, or are you the type of guy who really doesn't have – like a, a top ten that just defines player. Like this, I this was the best player of this era. This, this, and that. Yeah, that's me. I have, I have eras. I don't have who's the best. But if I was to do best of all time, he was already, he was already number two. But I don't really have the best of because it's so hard to compare. It's so hard to compare different roles, a different game. It's really hard to compare different positions. So I don't really have like who's the best all time. I just have who's the best of each era because. Each era is completely different. It's like almost a different sport. Like, yeah. can you can you imagine how Luka Doncic would be if he was playing in the nineties? If you were actually allowed to hand check, he probably wouldn't have half the stats he has right now. Sure. The reason he's able to get these uh, step back three point shots is because he can't really hand check them. So, like, you don't know. You really don't know. And it's so hard to compare. So, I don't do like best of all time. Like LeBron is clearly the best of this era. So, mm. no question. But I feel like. If I feel like LeBron should only be compared to Jordan, and honestly, I can't really compare Kareem because I wasn't alive to really see him. So, yeah. like, 
I feel like I feel like I'll be doing a disservice to Kareem for me to compare because I'm only 27 years old. Right. I wasn't alive to watch him. Right. And Wilt Chamberlain, I can't dare to even put him on any list because he was going against guys as tall as me and you. He was also going up against Bill Russell. That too. And Bill Russell was only like 6'8", but he was a center. Yeah, and, but I mean, still regarded as one of the greatest teammates of all time. 11 rings. And probably one of the greatest defensive big men of all time. But when you see those freakish stats that Wilt Chamberlain has had, mm-hmm. um, it's like I can't really believe this can happen in any other era. Yeah, I yeah I agree with that point. Um, I still think that there is something to be said with him putting up fifty points a game for an entire season. I still think that that's like ridiculous, even if you're playing against guys who are all like six foot four. You know what I mean? But they, um, but they miss. It's the process of evolution. So, like, with technology, technology gets better as the years go by. Uh, We get better at certain things. We get better at creating technology. We get better at creating, um, like, new codes, uh, like, creating, like, new politics as the years go by. Because as humans, we get more advanced as the years goes by. We see uh, we see from the past we went from the past and we try to be better for the future why do we never factor that in into sports in the like say like yeah today's athlete is better than yesterday's athlete because it's fun i guess so <laughs> it's a lot of, it's a lot i don't know it's a lot of fun to like compare guys and um to see like what other people think and to kind of i don't know I, I love making my top 10 list and you know seeing who i have uh it kind of seeing like how my perspective is different from other people. Like, because for me, like for an example, I have Bill Russell uh, third all time on my list. And obviously you wouldn't, uh, if you were to make your own list, it sounds to me like you wouldn't have Bill Russell in your top five. Yeah. I, I, I was just saying like, he's just not, yeah. I was just saying like, he just doesn't count in the list. Cause he was just playing at a time that was way before mine in a, in a completely different era. Well, I guess you just hate uh, 60s basketball. It sounds like that's what you're trying to say to me. Um, but, um, well, the guys were as tall as... No, I feel like guys probably could have... I, I could have made the NBA pro- back then, probably. Okay, okay, John, relax. <laughs> like, <laughs> calm down. You could not make the NBA in the 60s. Relax, son. They were, they were as tall as me. Like, l- look at the players they were going against. It's Bob Cousy, man. Bob Cousy. Don't disrespect Bob Cousy. And don't don't you dare but disrespect Bob Cousy in my presence. I'm saying. Don't you dare. These guys didn't even know what a crossover was. That wasn't invented yet. Pete Maravich had to invent that. Yeah, and look at and look at Pistol Pete. No rings. But no rings. So so if I so you're saying if I come back to the past, do a crossover behind the All back I'm is that if you're um, between that you the legs. It, if you're saying that you can make that, shoot, game, you better win a title, and I know you wouldn't. Shoot from 25 feet out. They didn't 60, do that back then. You'd be that 60 Celtics team. I'm not saying I'm better than Bo Russell because not even close. Like I know, nah, not that's even a separate. Sounds like you're saying, but I feel like, like I could at least have been an end of the bench guy, an end of the bench guy, and a lot of college players in today could have been in the league. Relax back then. Relax. Calm down. 
Lamella Ball would be. Lamella Lamella Ball would would if Lamella Ball was in the sixties, we're looking at him like, oh my goodness, you haven't heard this play, Lamella Ball. He has averaged forty points a game and twenty five assists. Yeah, he averages forty four points a game on twenty percent shooting. Because <laughs> he's the he's the worst player I've ever seen. And then he's six eight. He he's already taller than like eighty percent of that league back then. Yeah. No way he'll be shooting 20%. Lamella Ball's trash. I'm sorry. You heard it here if you put Isaac, If you put Isaac Okoro back then in the 60s. Oh, my God. He's, he'll be, he also can't shoot. He'll, he'll be – well, he don't need to shoot because he'll be dunking on everyone. He wouldn't be dunking on everybody. Really. I think you're being very disrespectful to 60s basketball players and Bill Russell as a, as a legend. No, I love Bill Russell, and I have respect for Bill Russell. I have respect for Wilt Chamberlain, like but I'm just saying. Cora's going to dunk all over him. <laughs> Not all over them, but all over the average 60s player. They weren't average. They weren't they were average. They were elite. I just don't know what elite over there is to the NBA today. Put some respect on Bill Russell's name, man, right now. I'm just saying, I, I just got to be real. Respect like, on his name. It just doesn't, the optics hey, doesn't listen, make Celtics sense. Celtics fans, uh, Bill Simmons, if you ever listen to this, I tried, okay? You, know, you know I'm from Fall River, Massachusetts, right? I, I have every right to be a Celtics fan, too, if I wanted to be. Okay. But I'm trying to be as biased, I mean, as unbiased as I can. Listen, Massachusetts, I'm sorry you turned to the dark side, all right? This is not, we didn't want this. We didn't want this for him. We thought he was going to have a better life. I know my sister would hate me because she's a huge Celtics fan, but Oh, yeah, she's still. She's thoroughly, she's listen, listen, uh. Listen, I'm sorry. Your brother is just going off the rails here. Okay, I, I don't. I tried to save him, but he obviously just wanted to jump off this bridge. So I'm just gonna let him. I, I'm gonna stand look, back. I'm. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna let him burn his own grave. <laughs> well, either way, I just don't count '60s back. I don't count Oscar Robertson. That wow. I don't put him wow, in the list. Really, the big O. The big O. Not say, not saying he's better than. He's not better than any of them. I just don't know because he played in the completely different era. You know what? I'm going to transition out of this. Uh, that is the podcast, everybody. This is, this, this is why. <laughs> this is why I rank between eras. It is so hard to compare. Every every era is completely different. It's a different sport. It's basically like saying like who's better, LeBron James or Julio Jones. Like it's a different sport. It's essential. That's that's. My mindset in comparing LeBron James into the players of the past. LeBron James was better than Julio Jones. Yeah, at, in respect to careers, yes, but yeah. LeBron James and Randy Moss, or like we don't know, LeBron James, LeBron Jerry, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, uh, Jerry Rice, uh, Jerry Rice is okay, but uh, he's better than Randy Moss. Come on, Randy Moss has no titles. No titles. That's not his, that's not his fault. He only plays one position. Okay, that's like saying it's not LeBron's fault that he lost six finals. I didn't say it was his fault. <laughs> I said it was his fault for losing against uh, uh, Dallas. All the other ones, he should have won. All the other ones, he was an underdog. And uh, the, what what is it called? The 07 finals? Yeah, the 07 finals. Yeah, that also wasn't his fault. So we'll strike that off the list. Um but yeah, yeah, he was an underdog in all of them. He was a, all the finals he lost, except for the, with the exception of the Mavericks. He wasn't expected to win. Actually, no, he's like, not, he was an under, underdog with the Heat. Say it again. He wasn't an underdog with the Heat. That's what. Yeah, that's what he lost to the Mavericks. I'm saying with the all the finals he lost, with the exception of oh, in the, in that last year yeah, they, lost yeah, they lost as well. Stars, yeah. 
and they were favorite. yeah the last they shouldn't have been um, favorite, but yeah they were yeah they should have been a favorite because D Wade and Chris Bosh were washed and the so. Spurs were unstoppable yeah so I don't blame LeBron for losing that one either he was doing all he could yeah that that Heat team was just very overrated that year yeah but I'm not gonna lie though um. If LeBron if LeBron does end up winning this title, which he probably will, I am really, really not looking forward uh, to this to this ESPN and FS1 debate. Who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? That's going to happen for the next. Oh, what's going to happen? You know, we got COVID, right? They're 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 still trying to find topics to talk about, so they're they're just going to egg that topic on and on. First take is going to have that topic every single day. You're going to switch to undisputed. They're going to have that topic every single day. This is why I don't watch. This is why I don't watch any of their shows. It's the same topics over and over again because they're just trying to kill TV time. They're lucky they got the NFL back, but when they go back to the NBA, it's going to be that topic over and over and over again. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like you, you listen to NBA players. And nobody in the NBA is like LeBron is better than Jordan, but all of like 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 forty except for his teammates. Yeah, except well, even then Kyrie just (laughs) totally does LeBron like a couple days ago. Um, Yeah, like it's it's hilarious that like forty percent of the analysts are just like, well, if you look at the deep analytics stats, LeBron James is like, okay, listen. Listen, you can have looking at analytics is what helped what made me choose Heat over Lakers, and now I'm regretting that decision. You shouldn't be regretting that decision because we don't know. I'm not, we don't know. Yeah, what would have happened if Drogic didn't get injured? Yeah, honestly, if Drogic and Bam was there, it would have been a much more competitive series, and yeah, I actually say that so, but yeah, so don't don't feel regret, just uh, you know, analytics. Tell, tells you that the Houston Rockets should win a championship, and we, clearly that doesn't happen. So no, yeah. so no. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one. James Harden, uh, what do you, what do you? Uh, last topic, last topic. Does James Harden leave Houston? No, no. Um, I so I've been getting thrown around a lot recently. I I just seen this uh, stat on ESPN, and I think it said. I think it was eight years ago since he got traded, and and when in the and within those eight years, no other team has made the playoffs every single one of those years except the Rockets. Is that true? Yeah, it was either eight or seven, but either way, like no other team has made the playoffs those that many consecutive years except the Rockets. That's interesting to think about. I think it would have been the Warriors, but the Warriors. Then make the playoffs this year. Yeah, James Harden is like the, the most interesting case legacy wise because he has a legit argument of being like the fifth best shooting guard of all time. Let's see. Uh, Jordan, I don't count Iverson as a shooting guard, so he's a point guard to me. Jordan, um, Kobe. Kobe. Dwayne Wade. T back, D Wade are, are like 3A, 3B to be. He's better um, than T back. D Wade? No, uh, honestly, James Harden's better than T Mac. He's better than T Mac. You know what? You know what? This is how it goes. It's uh, Jordan, Kobe, three A, three B, three C, Wade, T Mac, and Harden. He's better than T Mac. 
<laughs> no, T Mac, T T Mac. I'm I'm talking I'm talking about T Mac in his absolute best. His absolute He's best was in the T Mac in his absolute best. No, come on, dude. <laughs> Trace McGray was a freak of nature. <laughs> right, he man. was a freak of nature in, in Orlando, averaging thirty two a game, thirty two eight and five. And this is before the NBA um had like hundred and forty yeah, point and games. James Harden's been doing that like. Every single yeah, but he, but he's been doing that in a in the NBA where that allows more offensive firepower. He's been like Trace McGrady had gotten thirty two a game when offenses scoring like ninety a hundred points a game. Harden is doing that when offenses score like hundred and thirty points a game. But so. his career has lasted way longer, and his prime has lasted. Way no, longer than what, what what yeah? When I factor in best, I don't factor in like longevity. I just factor well, in like to at their absolute in longevity when you're talking about all time. That's what I, that's what I'm talking about greatest. But what I'm talking about like just the best like at their absolute best to ever play. Yes, his absolute best. And James Harden was better than T Mac. Yeah, if you want to factor longevity to, to it, the Wade and Harden are clearly better than T Mac. But I'm I'm saying um, period. I think that in his prime, I think Harden was better than T Mac. He gets to the line more. He shoots better. I say I say it's a push. I say they're. I mean, they're I both isolation. They're, yeah. My whole thing is like they're both isolation guys. T Mac is probably better T-Mac, at getting to the rim, maybe or finishing at yeah, the rim. Yeah, T Mac is much much more athletic than Harden. Harden's a better shoot, overall shooter. He's better at drawing well, fouls. But b- better at three point shooting. T Mac might be the best, arguably the best mid range shooter of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably Kobe. next to Kawhi at this point, oh, yeah, but, or Kawhi, yeah. um, Kobe. Actually, in terms of percentage, T Mac I think is higher. Well, yeah, Kobe's just better, like off the. I don't. Kobe's just better, like off the dribble. I don't count percentages when it comes to Kobe solely due to the fact that that o five through o seven years where he's literally playing with bums, I, and then on top of that, I, after I think, the championships when he was playing, who was Trace McGrady played with? <laughs> Yao Ming was hurt like sixty percent of the time. Teams were not nearly as bad as Kobe's worst. Catino Mobley. Listen, are you really going to tell me that T Max' worst teams were worse than Kobe's worst teams? That is outrageous. Yes, dude, you're out of your mind. Well, I'm going to say we're worse Brian than Bush Parker and, and and Chris Bibbs, but Brian Kelly and Robert Sacre started for the Lakers. That, no, that that one doesn't count. That was post Achilles, no, Kobe. No, that Kobe was already no, essentially no, no, done. No, 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 no. That was before Kobe tore his Achilles. People forget that because they see that meme that was posted all over Twitter where they're just like, this is the worst Lakers lineup ever. He had to play with that shit. <laughs> he had to play with that garbage because That's they signed Ramon Sessions like he was going to be the best point guard in the world. Yeah, you hey, hey, no, no shit on Ramon Sessions. Ramon Yo, Sessions Ramon was Sessions was nice. He was nice. Yeah, he was nice at uh, whatever college he played at, but he would never lived up to the expectations. Yo, you don't remember that, like, like game where you had like almost twenty assists. Did you just say that game? <laughs> Did you just say that game? He was in Milwaukee when he had that. Uh, dude, no, Ramon Sessions. No, I'm sorry, Ramon Sessions is terrible. He's terrible, terrible, terrible. And yeah, Kobe played with a way worse team than Team Mac. I'm sorry, he did. I say consistently. He he hasn't played with a worse team than T Mac. Consistently, no, but consistently. I'm saying the bottom, like the bottom feeding team. Yeah, but that was that was only for like half a season before they just got spoof and Paul Gasol and everything became good again. Yeah, and then they traded T Mac to the Rockets, and then look what happened. He started playing with guys like Shane Battier and um, 
Yao Ming and who was their point guard? Yao Ming was only playing for about like twenty percent hey, of the season. Hey, he was there. All right. <laughs> he was there. And he helped. That doesn't even count. And he helped. They're like exactly who was their point guard? Because Steve Francis was not on that team anymore. I think it was Larry Hughes. Was it Larry Hughes? I want to say it was Larry Hughes. No, no, Larry Hughes wasn't on the Rockets. He wasn't on the Rockets? He was on the Wizards. Oh yeah, he was on the Wizards. I don't know. Exactly. Who was their point guard? Exactly. I'm really trying to think because I know for a fact I know. Aaron Brooks? No, it wasn't Aaron Brooks. That was that was after. Man, that's going to drive me nuts. That's a that topic for another day. I'll tell, exactly. I'll tell you guys yeah. later. They didn't have a relevant point guard back then. Hey. It was really just P-Mac when Yao Ming was hurt. Hey, man. Listen. Uh, Harden's better than T-Mac. I'm sorry. He just is. That's where the root of this Look, game I just is. Say he, he's better. He has to be. I just say they're all put. They're like Harden, Wade, and T-Mac, they're all a push. I say they're all about the same level. They all have th- their strengths. D-Wade might be the best defender of the three. T-Mac is the most athletic. Of the three. While, while, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. T-Mac is the most athletic, while Wade was very too, was it too far away from being the most athletic. Harden is the most skilled. It, I, it's, all, it's all a push. Harden is the best passer. It's all a push. Wade is the strongest. I mean, they all have traits. That make, the, that make them better than the other. Right, here's here's the last and final case. Um, here's the last and final case because we're pushing on uh, two twenty right now. Oh really? Yeah, we're, oh yeah, wow. We're pushing on two twenty. Um, Harden has by far the best run of the three with the last four or five years, where he's averaged that a uh, ridiculous stat line where he was like thirty ten and seven. Uh. He's had the most ridiculous scoring stretch of the three when he when he went on like that fifty point tear for like two weeks, um, two years ago um, before uh, the Westbrook trade. I just think that when it comes to con- like a guy that you can consistently rely on, I mean, Harden was just that dude if for, you put, for four years. And granted, he didn't. He never took put, him. He never took him to the promised land. Neither did Tracy. So I mean, obviously, you know the push thing. You know, you could really can't convince me that it's a push between the two because they never both never got it done. If, but if Dwayne Wade is clearly Wade. better than both of them, in my opinion. Clearly. Clearly. Well, one, when Dwayne, when D-Wade won titles, he had Shaq on his team and he had LeBron on his team. So, look, I don't fact he was he was the best player on that team, but he still had Shaq. In the playoffs, at least. In the I, playoffs, look, I mean, he was better than Shaq. Look. Yeah, yeah, he was he was he was the best player on that team when they won that championship, but he still had Shaq. And he still had an all-star caliber Shaq. Well, I'm just trying to say, like, look, I don't factor in championships as in it'll make you a better player because at the end of the day, it's still a team game. It's still a team game at the end of the day. So it's a team game, you, but if you take the best player off your team, then you're then yeah, then it's over with. Right? Yeah, you take you, yeah, and that's why it shouldn't trade James Harden. Okay, fair enough. That, fair enough. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I shouldn't trade. And while well, I was about to make the point with Trace McGrady that James Harden is, if you give Trace McGrady, um, Mike D'Antoni that offense, wouldn't he put up similar stats as well? Yeah, Jeff Van probably Gundy. not. And probably not in terms of assists. Yeah, yeah but yeah, Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy is not Mike D'Antoni in terms of stat padding. Uh, stat padding the 
person who's essentially the point guard of the offense. Maybe not, but I mean, Mike D'Antoni, stat pad, every point guard that's in his offense, essentially their stats get boosted. So if if Tracy McGrady was in that same offense, being the primary ball handler as James Harden was, his stats will get boosted as well. Probably not in terms of assists, but it'll probably have just as much points. All right. Well, I guess we're just going to have to agree to disagree. And uh, the final word that I have for everybody's listeners is that the starting point guard was Rufio Alston. That's what I was trying to think of. Skip to my Lou. Skip to See, my that's Lou. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was a backup caliber point guard starting. Like, he, look, he, he was good at and one and everything, but as an NBA point guard, he wasn't a starting caliber point guard. Probably not. Shout out to Fresno State. <laughs> but yeah, he was a... Uh, yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm looking at some of these teams. They're pretty atrocious. Horrible. I'm saying Trace McGrady had no help. Jiao uh, Ming was only hey, playing hey, about listen, 30%. Hey, listen, I like this team. Rafir Olsen, not horrible. Shane Battier, legit. Chuck Hayes, who worst free throw shooter I've ever seen, but still Chuck Hayes. Jawan Howard, Dikembe, Mutombo, early Jawan Howard Novak was prime. before Dikembe Mutombo was past his prime. Steve Novak, <laughs> Steve Novak is Kelly Olynyk without the height. Hey, and even slower. Hey, you're damn right. You're damn right about that. And he is a sharp shooter. And I'll take Steve Novak over Steve Novak over half the players that Kobe had. In his career. And that's the damn truth. I'll take Steve Novak for half the players that Kobe had. In his career. So Devin George, Derek Fisher, Robert Horry. I said um, the the top half. I said the bottom half. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) Uh, Shoot. But yeah. Uh, Shoot. Yeah. I guess that's it. I guess that's it, right? Yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything. I mean, we kind of went on a tangent away from the finals. Sure but did. then again, that's that's how I feel like the finals is going to be. Because I think Lakers already got this. Heat are, he's like pretty much done because of the injuries. Unfortunately, it, yeah. Yeah, so look, this has been such a great playoffs. And we, and we were robbed of such a great finals just because of the injury bug for two years in a row. Because yeah. Warriors got the injury bug and it ruined yeah. the finals for me. Yeah, it's, it's some some people it ruined some people it, it made it made their finals because now Warriors didn't win. <laughs> yeah, that's but. true. That's very true. Yeah, it's um it's sad to see, and um, I really wish that Jimmy Butler would have got his ring because uh, I don't think that they're gonna have a chance next year unless they somehow get Giannis if that's a thing. But yeah, it's um, I feel bad for <laughs> not Jimmy. anymore. Yeah, I feel bad for Jimmy because Jimmy is one of my favorite players in the league. I don't know if you saw uh, Jimmy Butler's birthday present from James Johnson and Kendrick Nunn, but I don't think Giannis wants to come there now. Hey, 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 hey. Relax, all right? They have enough money on the payroll at South Beach, FDB, Milwaukee. You didn't like Milwaukee in the series either, so, I mean, hey, you never know. I think I did tell you this on the other podcast, on the earlier podcast, but the gift was that Jimmy Butler was carrying a baby Giannis and a baby TJ Warren. That is so, hilarious. So I don't know if Giannis wants to come there now after after having that photo. If I'm if I'm uh if I'm Eric Spolstra, I'm cutting Nunn and James Johnson immediately after this season is over just because of that. Because like look, like look, we need to get Giannis. So you guys are expendable for even coming up with that. You gotta admit, it's kind of hilarious though. <laughs> 
It is no, it's fun. It's funny. It's funny. But I was like, yeah, that's definitely going to improve their chances of getting Giannis now. Hey, you never know, man. Maybe Giannis loves the competitiveness, and uh, maybe Pat Riley just lays out all of his rings for Giannis to see, and then he just comes over. Who knows? Who knows? Probably, probably. But yeah, this might be the best run the Heat can have because yeah, it'll be pretty hard to see them come here next year unless Tyler Hero becomes most improved player of the year. Which he is going to be. Right now, Tyler Hero is an absolute monster, and he will win most improved player of the year next year. I will put that on here, October fifth. You heard it here first. All right, we'll see about that. But for this long episode, it's been me, Shayi. And my co-host, JC, estimated November 23. And JC, any more last words before we head out? Uh, Yeah, fuck the NFL. That's it. And ditto. <laughs> All right. See y'all later. Peace.